dealers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years' experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another week, another episode of Generation X Gaming. I'm your host, 30 and Still Gaming, and joining me, as always, Sarge McCluskey. What's going on, bro? <laughs> are we on? Yeah, are. We are on. I thought, oh, I thought it wasn't going to work again. Yeah, we're on. I thought it wasn't going to work. Yeah, we're on. Yeah, we're, we're there. All right. We're, All right, sweet. So far, we are, we're 30 seconds into the show. No technical issues. Nothing. (laughs) No technical issues. All right. Sweetness. Those of you that don't know what Generation X Gaming is, it's a weekly podcast that goes over a few of the top stories from the past week, and we rant along the way. Uh, Lots of stuff to talk about this week. We have. We here's here's a first, people. Here's a first. Sarge actually has clips of his gameplay from Final Fantasy. It's yeah. It's. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unbelievable. That's awesome. I can't I can't believe it. It's unbelievable. No, no, I can't do that. Shit. Just shifted everything. God damn it. There goes there goes the thing. Yeah, clips. actual clips of of his gameplay from Final Fantasy. So we'll get into that a little bit later. Um got a lot of news to talk about with Bungie. Right, Bungie had their oh, little man. reveal yesterday. So, Bungie news. What? Well, well uh, everybody, everybody, all of a sudden is just crazy, right? Right. Bungie speaks. Everyone's running around with their head cut off. Right. <clears throat> if you notice, uh, Sarge's uh, audio is a little bit ahead of his video. Thanks, Skype. That's all I can say. So, um, just close your eyes. He'll be in sync. Um, and then um, we're talking about the Switch. We're talking about the Scorpio. Uh, we're talking about games in general, as as far as um, like well, actually what's consoles, coming out? like what's coming out, yeah, and consoles yeah. and such. We're getting close here, people. We're getting close. So let's start off. I'll start it off with what we've been playing. What uh, have we been playing? What have we been playing? Um, <laughs> I've been playing. Uh, I pl- I've been playing more Boundless. Right, I play Boundless mostly on Tuesdays and like Fridays. Um, I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I completed this giant giant hand. Um, that, uh, you know, people like. I mean, I, I was very surprised that I, I, I got exactly to almost the T of the actual picture that was uh, shown to me. They're like, hey, why don't you make this? I said, sure, why not? Right. So I did it, completed it. Uh, we had Dan Dan uh, before time on the show last week replacing uh, Sarge for the week. And me and oh, him. I'm sorry, I missed it. <clears throat> me and him love Boundless. Um, so he's, he's a big fan of it as well. So I, I'm starting to continue. I built a modern home now. Uh, at this new city in the game. Um, I've done some extra work on that. Still enjoying it. Um, I still can't believe that I'm one of maybe two people, three people on the planet, on Earth, that are playing and streaming this game. On Earth? Come on. On Earth, really. No, there's nobody else. There's like two other streamers. Um, and they're not doing it like constantly, right? They do it every once in a while. So this game, I'm telling you, is going to blow up. Okay, it's gonna be fantastic. I literally watched a guy today. Are you blowing up? I, I watched a guy today play Minecraft on the front page. He had like four thousand people watching him. He was literally in a box, a room. Okay, nothing extravagant building. Okay, he was literally building a square. 
Okay. And he's like, uh, I think that looks good. 4,000 people. The dude is partner. had 38,000 followers. Okay. I built a giant fucking sculpture of a hand. Okay. Of a hand that's 40, like 40 feet tall. Okay. Like 40 blocks tall. And this, and this guy. So if I, if I just stay with boundless and make shit like that, I'm pretty sure I can have at least, at least 50 people watching me. <laughs> it's, it's unbelievable. So yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm putting a lot of my chips in that basket because I, I think the game is awesome. I try to play uh, uh, Minecraft a little bit this afternoon. I couldn't do it. It was like going back to like eight bit Nintendo. Yeah. Yeah. Nintendo. Yeah. It was yeah. like going back to eight bit Nintendo. Absolutely. I, I couldn't, I couldn't do it. Um, so that's one of the games I was playing. Uh, another game, uh, we went back, we went back to is, um, I, I tried dark, uh, I'm sorry, horizon. No, no, not that. Jesus. And that's what age feels like. Yeah. But just, it literally just left. Good Lord. <laughs> uh, dark. Oh my God. The fucking spaceship game. Holy shit. <laughs> Horizon. <laughs> it's not Horizon. I have Horizon on the brain from watching too much on Twitch. <laughs> no Man's Sky. You're talking no, about No Man's Sky. No, it's not No Man's Sky. This spaceship game. No. It's <laughs> like six. The spaceship game, Daddy. The spaceship game. Elite Dangerous. Thank you. Thank oh you very much. God. This is why we're live, and this is why we have a chat. Holy Elite shit. Dangerous. So I went back in for a uh, to try to to try to play it because there was an update where you could play with friends and be on the same spaceship. Well, uh, when I went to test it out, Fixy Fix didn't want to play, so I couldn't test anything out. So it was on for maybe thirty minutes. And I was like, "Nah, I'm good." So I got off of that. I was playing Overwatch. Overwatch, uh, having a lot of fun. Just broke over a hundred. Okay, uh, level one hundred. So I I dinged it. So I'm I'm excited. I'm only 400 levels behind Tally now. Only 400. So it's I'm, I'm catching up to you. I'm catching up to you. We're, we're, we're right there. Um, so I've been playing Overwatch. They just added a new character. Um, I can't pronounce the name. I think it's Oris. Oris. It's like O-I-R-I-S or something like that. Oris, I believe it is. Um, it's a uh, seems like a really cool character. Seems like a really cool character. I have yet to play it. They've been playing it on the uh, the PC under the PTR testing servers, um, but they haven't brought it over to Xbox just yet. Uh, and then, what was the last game I was playing? Oh, I did I did play No Man's Sky. I, I have to say bravo to No Man's Sky for keeping to uh, not quitting, basically. Not going, you know what, fuck it, nobody likes us. Uh, they came out with another update, and the update, they updated the graphics a little bit, and or maybe not the graphics, but the, um, the foliage on the planets, so now there's actually like trees on certain planets. Um, there's a lot more brush and bushes and grass on certain things. Not all the planets look the same. Um, there's more to base building now. They actually put a character inside your base that you can actually share your base. Now, I really don't know how this works as far as um, if we're both playing No Man's Sky, I share my base. If you happen to come on my planet, you'll see my base. And then you can go in and you can like trade or purchase stuff from my vendor. Do you have to give the, do you have to give the vendor stuff to do? I don't or, know or that. Like I don't a, know that much like yet. A finite amount of resources. Yeah. I don't know that much that yet. Sounds interesting. Yeah. I don't know that much yet. Um, but you, you can share your base and people can explore your base and stuff like that. 
Um, then they also put a rover in. So you have three different types of vehicles. You can, you have this like big, massive, uh, it almost looks like the, the Jawas from Tatooine. It's like a big, giant uh, crawler. Then you have like a hovercraft. And then you have a, you know, like a Mass Effect uh, rover. And it's it's pretty cool. I have yet to build one, but I saw the videos and stuff, and we'll we'll show that later on in in uh, in the show. So yeah, that's all the stuff I've been playing. And then obviously we played Destiny last night. Well, we're not going to get into that right now. We're going to get into that when we talk about Destiny. So let's let Sarge take over here so we can start showing some clips of, of his actual gameplay, actual Wait, oh, oh, oh. gameplay. Oh, so what have you been playing, been, Sarge? What I've been playing. Yeah, right, so you, I played a little bit playing? of Destiny. We'll get into that later. Okay, I played uh, a little. I'm playing the Transformer mobile game a little bit more because I'm trying to level still, up my guys. Still playing still, it. Still, yeah, yeah. Well, I'm I'm half acidly going towards trying to get Devastator. Like I collect. I'm okay. up 18 hours, right? So what ends up what I ended up doing since you have to collect the crystal every eight hours, it's possible to collect three crystals a day, right? So I had to plan it out where I collect the first crystal at 3 a.m. Right. Okay. So if I if I get the first crystal at 3 a.m. and then I go to sleep, when I wake up, I collect the second crystal. Right. Okay. So that's eight hours later, uh, roughly, and like right after breakfast, and then immediately after I get to work, when I get that little work break, I go on and collect my third crystal. So I've been doing this for the last like two weeks, two or three weeks, and so three crystals a day times 30 days is 90 crystals. Right? Well, you haven't played 30 days yet. You're going to be playing for like two weeks. No, no, no. Collecting crystals. Oh, oh, I okay. Collect, I collect crystals every day. I just don't open them, right? right? I have this thing about opening free crystals. If you or opening up any free boxes. When you open up free boxes, if you open up piecemeal, you get tons of duplicates, <clears> and it makes you fucking nuts. So I hoard them, and at like the first of every month, I open up ninety crystals. Okay. So like I'm getting like new guys, I'm getting some different bonuses, like that kind of thing. Cause they can't if if I opened up 90 crystals and they gave me the same thing like 10 times in a row, I'm gonna throw my fucking phone in the trash can. That's gonna be the end of this. <laughs> Fuck this game. Okay. But it hasn't been, right? So uh it's gonna be a, a long road in order for me to get devastator. I, I can tell already how the game works. So I'm not buying shit. I've I have yet to pay a single dime for that game. It's okay. been very interesting. Right. I like all the sound effects. I like watching little transformers running around, blow shit up. It, it brings back childhood. All right. So now, 56 hours. I've been playing Final, C, Final Fantasy. Oh, now we're doing Final Fantasy. Okay. Now playing, I, got your, now I got your clip playing. Got your clips yeah, playing. I, I, yeah, that's fine. I've been, I've been playing Final Fantasy now for 56 hours. So after playing for 56 hours, 56 I have like a little hours. Like, You've had the game for like a week and a half. Like 10 days. I got it not last week, last Wednesday. Not this Wednesday that just passed the week before. All right. So here's my little uh, my book report or, or game report on this game. Okay. First of all, you have to understand Final Fantasy, right? For those of you that don't understand Final Fantasy, I can't really explain it to you. You're probably going to have to go back in time and play some <laughs> games, look up the developer the, and the guy who created it uh, because it's not something I can explain outright. However, for those of you that have played Final Fantasy, you know that it's a, there's a running theme throughout the game there's you're going to find similarities throughout back the game streets back all right you're going to find stuff like you know certain spell names okay what is certain, certain monsters that come out the names the names are always look the same okay right? real quick yeah. sarge there's a clip yeah. playing right now that a giant yeah. hand just yeah. reached down and grabbed you i paused yeah, that's, it that's i paused it first, what's that's what's happening right here summoning. yeah that's the first summoning guy you can have 
It's like the lowest guy in the totem pole is Rama. What am I watching? Right? What is this? Right? So it's Rama. It's R-A-R-A-M-U-H. Rama. It's like oh. the god of lightning. Like, like Thor. Oh, but how like big Thor is this is guy? In the re- Thor is in the in mytho- mytho- mythology, and Rama is the... <laughs> is, right. Right. What, just, what just happened? Right. Did you just he nuke gets, the planet? Yeah, that's what he does. If you get... Yeah, if you get mad at whatever you're playing with, you cast him. Holy shit! Yeah, and that's like that's like the that's like the the weakest guy you can summon. Wait a minute! Yeah. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! Did you just kill like deer with like a god fucking yeah, nuke? Like, what is that? Technically, it was deer. Like, I guess for like Final <laughs> Fantasy, deer. I gotta watch okay? that again. I gotta see that again. Okay, right, because... he grabs him up. See, one of, one of the one of the most interesting things about Final Fantasy was the magic system. And what I'm what I'm, I'm trying to get back on topic here. The my disappointment in the game is there's not really a magic system. And after ten years, ten years, what the fuck am I watching? Right? There's there's no magic system in the game. Magic is more like a grenade. Fatality. Like a, like a support <laughs> weapon in the game. It's not like you can like spec out your guy to be a spellcaster. And I found that really sad after ten years of waiting for a game. Now, that being said, what ends up happening is now that it's all about items. <laughs> the whole game is about items. You're constantly using potions. You're constantly using uh, buffs, potions. And the way the combat system is, is since it's a, a, a real-time combat system, you can't stop for a moment and, like, cast spells and do things like that. You have to actually be, know what you're doing in order for you to use the potion when you need to use the potion on time. Right. What I'm noticing is is that the game is very intuitive to where you are in a giant pile of guys, which is interesting. I'm not sure how they went about that, but like if you're in a pile of guys fighting, if you're able to hold the block button, you see your guy kind of like do like these little dives and moves and he dodges the attacks. And then when the little move when the little uh, icon appears for the block and you actually hit it on time, your guy will block counter and your guys will attack the same guy you just countered and so it's like a it's like a wombo combo the fuck right? is and, the cactus what is and, this yeah it's <laughs> it like these bizarre things like final fantasy does this these guys kicked my ass for 20 minutes right i had i had to use like wombo combos in order to do any damage these little whoopty cactus guys running around this is actually in the game for like the last 20 years this little cactus guy yeah the gumby cactus so, getting back to the topics at hand, the, the combat system is awesome. Uh, <laughs> what I noticed in the game is there's so many little intricate details that don't necessarily have to be in the game, but they took the time to put it in. And I, I go back and forth on this. Did you guys waste time to put this in the game because that was your, that was your process? Like, like, that's what you wanted the game to look like and how the game wanted to act? Like, you have to, you have to actually go into, like, the mind of the developers, right? Because you could just play a game and go, well, that's fucking stupid. You should have just did this. But you have to actually understand how, they're, how they went about it. Like, if I run full speed into a wall, right. you know how you run full speed into a wall and your guy will just hit the wall and he'll just keep running? Right. Okay, well, if I run full speed into a wall or an item that I can't get over, my guy will actually jump up and put his foot on like a, like a like a skateboarder and then jump back down and just stand there. Like, why would you need that? But they put it in there. Mm. Okay? And like when you save a game, if you save the game and it's raining, then your guys are not hanging out outside the tent. They're just in the tent and it's raining. Whereas if you save the game when it's not raining, everybody's hanging around the campfire talking. There's like these little... 
you know, scenes that you do. There's always a scene in the background when you're trying to save or go someplace. They they in, introduced all this. Uh, same thing with climbing. <clears throat> Is there a reason for me to watch a guy climb a ladder for four minutes? I had to climb this long time, long ladder. I'm watching him climb the ladder, like literally watching him climb. Like, do I need to watch him climb? <laughs> Can't you just say ladder I simulator five thousand? I'm saying they they they. <clears throat> They put a lot of thought into all this little detail. Some of it, which I think is just nonsense. Do you have to go but, to the bathroom in the game? Um, no, you don't have to go to the bathroom. Well, but there's good. a lot. Of things Thank that God for that. Just encumbersome. It's like, you know, you, you have to fill your car up with gas. Why? Like, does that does that mean anything? It doesn't do anything for the game. But well, like, I don't know. Got to fill your gas up in American Truck Simulator. No, but the the whole game, the whole game was like a giant road trip. Okay, that's what the whole game feels like. It's like everyone's going out for a good time. Let's go see what happens. So, like, so that's the game. Are you saying that I can play this on Sunday night for the Sunday night drive? I can play this game. Um, it's a little bit combat, a little bit driving. Sure. Uh, in in the early phases of the game, you can't drive at night because the demons come out and they'll just stomp you. But as you reach higher levels, you're allowed to drive at night, and the game so, allows you to drive at night. So you actually drive in the game. It's not a cutscene like uh, like a fast travel type thing, like Grand Theft Auto when you take a taxi. Yeah, this is another thing about the game. the The driving system in the game is in is in such a way that you don't wreck the car or fuck it up or go off roading. The car is on the road. You can accelerate, U turn, and turn the car down the streets. But the car is basically like on a rail. You know what I mean? Like you can't like go into oncoming traffic and do a head on collision. It won't let you. But it makes you feel like you're driving. Okay. Like it makes you feel like you're on a road trip. So when you get close to like a rest area, a little icon will appear up to park, and you press the button, your car will now go into the thing and it parks. Or if you just pull over to the side of the road and take a picture. I'm not getting into that. Okay. <laughs> I got one of the guys that looks like a picture. So anyway, the joke I'm having with this game now, which is hilarious, for those of you that have ever known the band Duran Duran, uh, I'm wearing this shirt right now. If you look at this shirt, and then you look at the, <laughs> if you look at the characters on the game, it's basically <clears throat> Duran Duran. <laughs> So the four characters are just Asian guy, Asian versions of Duran. Of Duran Duran. Duran Duran, yeah. Can you play their uh, music? Oh, man, you should have told. And, and 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 what's 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 really funny is you're not actually Simon Lebon. I think you're you're the drummer, right? You're not. <laughs> Simon Lebon is like the chef on on the on the team. <laughs> right? But every little, all the little essences of Final Fantasy are in there. So like I'm engrossed with it because <laughs> all <laughs> things are in there. Like 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 this scene up here where. I'm picking up like items off the rock. Like there's always three items to pick up. So you have to walk over to it and pick up each one. Oh, Why? Is that a giant shrimp? Why? Why would Lobster? you want to What is that? Can't I just go over and pick up one thing and just say I got three? Right? They make you he, the little details that they do, it's like it, it it drags out it drags out the stuff <laughs> for people who no Nick yeah, maybe yes, Nick Rhodes. Yes, Nick. No, wait, no, Nick Rhodes is uh, the keyboard player, is he not? I'm going to get confused, Dally. Anyway, like, I'm going to fight this giant lobster now, right? Now, watch. I'll cast a spell, right? I, I cast a spell on him so you can see what a spell does. Right, but now you're in a menu system going through. Uh, I know you're a little seconds behind. That's all right. Yeah, I'm going to, yeah. You'll see my cast a spell. So, basically, I, I instead of doing deep fried shrimp, I do uh, quick cool shrimp. <laughs> yeah, I'm Roger Taylor. In, in Final Fantasy 15, I'm Roger Taylor. Yeah, Nick Rhodes is the keyboard player. Yeah, Nick Rhodes is the he's the he's the cook guy. You'll see him. Anyway, I, I really enjoy the game. Like I really, really enjoy it. The the issue I have it the the major issues I have is the the bog down of the little nuances of the game that really doesn't mean anything. Like they they make it interesting. They make it kind of fun, 
But over the long period of time that you're playing it, it's a little bit annoying. Like, why do I have to keep picking up three things? Why can't I just pick it up and go? Right. Or, or why is it I have to watch him climb a ladder? And, and why do I, you know, it's just these little things. You know, I get it. I get what they're trying to do. I, I, I applaud them. I applaud them for what they did. The graphics are amazing, right? And I have tried to clip out the game for the last 56 hours. I have done as much damage as I could do to go to the edge of the map with the car, jumping around, casting spells, trying to clip the game, trying to go into a rock. Or they spent a lot of time doing debug work. You, I have not been able to clip this game yet. However, however, as masterful as I am, I did lock it up. Well, we always lock games up. Lock it up. I locked yeah. it up. Right, so for those of you that ever played Final Fantasy, right, don't, don't leave the Chuckaboo. When you leave the Chuckaboo, don't leave them near the car before you get in it. Because what ends up happening is the car won't hit the Chuckaboo. It just stops. And then the animation says that you're moving, and it won't let you leave the car. So now you're just stuck in the car with the Chuckaboo there. Interesting. However, I did, I did fix it. Okay, what you have to do is you have to go into first-person mode and then look away from the Chuckaboo. So the, so the Chuckaboo is not on screen, and then he'll disappear, and the car will continue to move. Very interesting, isn't it? That's what 56 hours will get you. Right. You did basically did the Destiny trick when you tried to glitch into the wall with the Sparrow. Basically, it was what you did. I've tried everything. I have not been able to clip once, not once in this game. I've been able to clip. <laughs> they, did a lot of, they did a lot of debugging work. A lot. A lot. The map is huge. Huge. Okay, and I'm running every, huge. I'm, I'm huge. running around with Chuckaboo, and I'm running everywhere. Every tree, every everywhere. I'm jumping off rocks. When you get to a wall section that you can't get over, it tells you right away you cannot get there. But you can try to find a way around. Mm. You know, there's a lot of one-way streets. There's a lot of rocks where the rock is like this, and you can't get up. But if you find a way around, you can jump down. Like a lot of one-way streets type. Oh, of Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. A lot of that's programmed in there. What are, you, what are we watching here? Just you standing in front of a car. Oh, yeah, this is going to be great. Watch. The, the end of this clip is great. It's, oh, well, I can fast forward. Yeah, they want, the end of the clip is the car has a mind of its own. It puts, up the, it puts the top up when it starts to rain. What? Like the car. <laughs> I, I basically call this car like the, the, the super Bentley of a fantasy world. Okay? That's what you'll see. Is he'll, he'll be standing there, and all of a sudden. It started to rain, so the, 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 car, car, the car put its. Watch that everything will go up by it's all the windows and the doors and everything closes. Look, look, look. It's like it's like a ghost car. Interesting. Yeah, and look yeah. how look how it opens up. Look at the detail. Like that's a real car. You can see that happening. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah. So it's the little details that make it interesting. But it's once again, there's a lot of it in there. That I can't believe after ten years there's no magic system. Like they must have spent a lot of time, a lot of time on the combat system. A lot. There were there are. There are a lot of instances in the game where I'm fighting multiple guys who are much tougher than I am. Right. You go into anger mode. Like, you start to rage. Because what ends up happening You is, personally or in the game? No, you can... Everyone will rage. Because I gotcha. you can't even you can't even do a move without him hitting you and causing a fatal blow. So you're constantly using potions to heal. Right. And you're never getting an attack in. So it's like a battle. It's like a. It's like a. It's like you're just wasting all your potions and your heals to try to stay alive long enough to even do a hit. And then look at this. This move. This like crouching tiger, hidden dragon. This battle was fun as fuck. Too short, but I know you're gonna fight this chick again. Uh, my opinion is, if you're a Final Fantasy fan, absolute per, absolutely, absolutely get it. You know, if for those of you that want to try it, 
and want to wait, no problem. But understand that in a game like this, you have to look everywhere. Everywhere. What's happening right now? Like when you go into a, a new section of a map or you go to a new area at all, if they put you in front of a friggin' house that you've never seen before, spend the next 20 minutes walking around the house, oh walking around God. everything. Right? You have to look everywhere because there's always hidden items. This looks great. Everywhere. This looks great. Like a lot of the special weapons you find, you, you don't buy. You have to find them. <clears throat> so that's, that's part of the game. Uh, a lot of special abilities you can't get right away. You have to find them. It's <clears throat> Final Fantasy's always been uh, a masterful game like Zelda was, where you're on the same map for a long period of time, but you revisit areas again because you couldn't get to them the first time around. Right. right? So it's like reusing an area again. So it makes the game seem bigger than it is. But the illusion is, uh, the illusion is that way. They, they do a fantastic job. I mean, the map is huge. And then on top of the map being huge, you have to revisit areas that you haven't gone before. Right. And like, and like, it, it's another one of these games where I know that you you might be uh, a look at your crouching tiger, hidden dragon attack. Yeah. Okay. There's a there's a lot of things in the game that you have to write down. Like if you, if I was in one area of the game and I was hunting around, and then I get sidetracked. If you sidetrack too long, by the time you come back to the original area, you don't remember where you have been. Right. You've got to do like almost like a grid light pattern and like scope out the entire region for hidden items. Because if you don't, you're missing it. Right. And I don't look stuff up online. Like everyone can look up shit line online now. Like, right. Just pick it up, look it up online. I'm missing something. Let me find it. Right. Like, I, okay, in the middle of the game, I'm 56 hours in. I found a piece of paper on the floor. It says hidden map number nine. So I know already I'm fucked. Right. right? You, you missed the other eight. I missed the other. I missed. I missed. I missed the eight. I missed the first eight. I don't right. know how many more. There are. So now I have to go back and try to find areas where I, I didn't look hard enough. Right. So now you're right? triggered. Right. Right. Now I'm insane. Right. Now I'm going back to areas I've been before. Right. Uh, it's it's it's. I don't like the no magic system. I do like the combat system. The magic's decent. It's just. There's something I miss. I miss the fact of making like a full blown magic character and just like casting heals, like auto heals, that kind of thing. You don't have that ability. Mm. Maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I'm not finding something inside the UI where I can do like an auto cast or an auto auto uh, move. But yeah, I, I I recommend it if you've never played it. Just now, if something when it comes out like on sale, I would get it. I would definitely get it. All right, so. <laughs> 56 hours for for somebody else that that means they probably already finished the main story line you i know don't do main story you do all quests side quests and everything like that so how far are you into the game as far as maybe percentage wise or maybe even main story well they do chapters so right now I'm on chapter seven my guess 56 my hours and you're only in chapter seven my guess is there, there maybe there are 15 chapters, I'm going to guess. I'm probably about halfway, halfway through. I'm guessing. I'm guessing. There's no, I haven't found a percentage marker anywhere. Okay. Like in the UI, I didn't, find, I didn't find a percentage marker. So I don't know how far along I am. You know, I, in the other Final Fantasy games, it, it tells you you're 46% you're done. Right. You're like, oh, fuck, I want to slow down. Right. 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 This one, I don't, I don't have a number, so I have no idea. Interesting. So you don't know if you get all the side quests and stuff? Like, does it tell you how many side quests there are? You know what? I, I don't. There's not a checklist. I mean, you, when you pick up quests, they're in the list. They tell you if it's a side quest or not, but they don't tell you how many of them are there. Okay. I mean, it's it's very bizarre. You you you. It it has all the items of a Final Fantasy game, 
But now I don't. I've never played. I haven't played all of them because some of them just didn't do it for me. You know, um, it. it well, they questions. do by chapters. Yeah, they they do by chapters tally. So maybe if I look in the achievement list, if I look up chapters and then I see how many achievements there are by chapter, maybe that'll help me out. I maybe I can I could do that. But as far as I can tell, usually it's like <clears throat> I always think it's going to end before it's going to end, and they always give me a little bit more. So I would assume fifteen chapters. I would maybe say maybe the twenty. Yeah, I, I, I hate when you have a game like this that's, like, so wide open, and you just kind of do stuff, and then all of a sudden you've, you're at the ending. I, that happened to me with Fallout 3, and I was yeah, just but like... That, that was that was something that they did because they were trying to prove a point, that people rushed to the end. Well, I, I wasn't trying to rush to the end. No, you were just doing the story mission. Right, I, I was doing missions, and I did story missions, and all of a sudden I was like, it's like eight missions. That was it. And, like, that was, the, that was all Fallout 3 was. Maybe ten. And I was just like, really? I was like, oh, okay. So, all right, well, that sounds good. I mean, 56 hours. Okay, so now you have about another two weeks left, okay, of Final Fantasy. Because I know as soon as Mass Effect comes out, bye-bye Fantasy. Hello, Mass Effect. I'm trying to finish it before Mass Effect comes out. Right, so you have two weeks. I'm trying to to finish it. Right, you have two weeks, a little less than two weeks. And then in between... Go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, in between that, you have the DLC coming out for Battlefield 1. I know. But I don't, I don't, I don't really feel the need. I think if I play the, if I play the like DLC, one day, one, like yeah. a day or two, and then when, right. the next week oh, we'll do another day or two. It's not going to be like I'm going to burn out on the map. I don't want to burn out on the map. But Brain, I, I've, I played, I played one, one through seven. I didn't do uh, eight or nine. I did ten, and I did twelve, and then I didn't do. You didn't do eleven. I didn't do eleven because eleven had two parts, and I wasn't, I wasn't going to be bothered with it. You had to buy two separate games. That company, it was a, it was a big mess. Um, and then I did twelve, and then I didn't do thirteen or fourteen, because once again, it, it just the way it was. I don't know. I I looked at it. I I read about it. It just didn't grab me. And then this one grabbed me again. It's like okay, they're gonna go back. I like I love twelve, right? As a matter of fact, I I saw some some blurbs online that they're gonna do. A, they're doing a throwback. They're supposed to do twelve. Right. 12 is supposed to come back out for for I can use it on my Xbox. I'm like, I don't what? I don't get though how they do why they do that. I really don't get well, because it. Because 12 because 12 wasn't on on Xbox. It was only on PlayStation. I know, but they can just keep making the same ones over and over again for every system that comes out. Well, listen, I'm still waiting for the remastered of 7. 7 was I played 3 and 7. 7 was great. Great. Like 7 is just is 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 on the level of biblical. Yeah, 7 I think 7 is one of the best seven, best ones. 7 has the best stories. Um just just the format of the game. They they keep the same format. They introduce new things. They take out some old stuff, but they, they recycle them. And it always has the same kind of elements in there. It's just, it's a Final Fantasy game. Uh, they're never going to, I think, break the mold. I, I just the fact that whether or not you're willing to, to fork over the money to play something you've already played, that's why the story is always important. Right. right. In a Final Fantasy game, the story is important. That's why I didn't play all of them. Because I didn't like some of the story plots, I just didn't. I didn't care for it. But it's all in all, it's still a great game. All right, so I'll take it. That'll, that'll be it for Final Fantasy today. Any other games that you've been playing besides the fifty-six binge hours of, of, of Final Fantasy? Well, Was, we did. We did play Destiny. We played a lot of Destiny last night or yesterday, I should say. Three raids. We did three raids, which is three raids. Which is that's unbelievable. Uh, un- in one night. Right, that's unheard of from us. Right to get. To get one raid done is like asking for way too much. We're like, uh, yeah, we can do it. Can we get five? 
can we get six guys? Yeah, we we can do it. So <clears throat> that's that's it was crazy. We we did it. We did Volta Glass for for Telexia, right? And then after that, we're like, hey, you want to do Crota? We're like, yeah, sure, let's do Crota. And then someone's like, might as well do Wrath of the Machine. We're like, oh, all right, let's do Wrath of the Machine. Right. And we were. That we technically we could have done one more. We could have done King's Raid. We could have done all four. It would have been the Raid Night. So that's it, it. Was fun. It was fun last night. All right. Before we go into Destiny, I don't want to. I don't want to go right into Destiny. Real quick, I just want to go over this um, this update that came out for um, uh, what's it called? Hold on one second. Let me bring it up for No Man's Sky. Okay, No Man's Sky had an update. Um, I think Welcome to No Man's Sky. Yeah. Okay. Version so let me, 1.2. Let me get the this. The Pathfinder update. Veteran explorers can now experience the ultimate what about challenge the no Man's with Sky? permanent the, 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 the new DLC? Yeah, I played the DLC. They're, they're talking about it now. There's a video playing, and it's talking about. It. So I'm, I'm, the audio is there. Normal and survival mode difficulties have been adjusted, and damaged starships now crash land on. I never, I never liked all of them, Brain. That was the problem with that Final Fantasy series. It's just some of them just for those who can they just, just they weren't they weren't on the money, right? They just weren't there. All right, hold on. Let's let's play. It's it's pretty quick. So <clears throat> PS4 Pro support has been they did some update for uh, PlayStation 4 improved lighting, HDR, 4K resolution, 4K resolution, improved lighting effects. They did the lighting effects. Crepuscular rays. And ambient they added a, ro a, a roamer, which is pretty fucking cool. Exocraft can now be constructed and summoned. It's at called an exocraft, time, allowing for easier planetary navigation. Is it moddable? It is. It better be. Yeah. Can you jump with it? Uh, you'll see. They can do stuff with it. Of traversing even the most difficult wow, they got the planetary movement down, though. I like the independent suspension. With advanced upgrades to further increase it's very important to have the independent suspension. You just can't put a car on a moon and just and drive speed. around. Yeah, so you can put speed, advanced improvements, technology into the, into the thing. It knows if you hit like bushes and stuff, you can just run those over. But if you hit like a big rock or something, obviously you're gonna hit it. Oh, you got a turbo. Yeah. There's a turbo. Oh, look at how he's airborne. Exocraft can function as remote signal. Jump it, boosters, yeah, kid. Capable of locating and navigating to distant points of interest. So. <clears throat> okay, but big deal to give me a car. Now what? Now shared Am I gonna start space so, trucking? Can be visited by other travelers. Is he looking for minerals? Is that what that has? That little, the little yeah. beam that's going off? Yeah. Communication terminals. So now you can really upgrade your uh, your base. See, there's a, like a, a kiosk in there now with a guy behind it. Is that all buildable? Did he just build all that? Yes. That garage yeah. and this whole room and everything? Yeah. So real quick, I'll, I'll pause it for a second just to... To tell you, so they added these things called nano nanit clusters, nano clusters. Okay, before nanity clusters, yeah. So before you would find these abandoned buildings or other other civilizations, like little bases here and there across the pl the, the planet, and you're like, well, what's the point? There's nothing really here to to collect, right? So what they did was they added this. It's like another currency, and you find these things in these other 
abandoned buildings and other other bases and other science centers and stuff like that. And you find these little things, and then those you can use to upgrade certain gears and trade with other people. Multi-tools and starships. Okay, but how does that keep track? Like in, in the same universe as everyone? So on no, one planet it's... you can find it, or is it only for people that you know? No, see like it on a friends list? No, like... no, no. See, there's no there's no multiplayer yet, as that, as we can tell, right? I think that they're gonna be working on that next, the next thing. So technically we could see each other. Um our stuff, but not ourselves, right? So you're still fucking with me. Like you're I can gonna, build my base. You're gonna build a base. I can find your base, but you, I can't find you. Correct. It's like we're on a different plane, right? So I'm sharing my base in your game or in everyone's game. If I share it, it goes into everyone's universe and everyone's thing, right? But if you came to my base and I'm standing right in front of you, you wouldn't see me potentially because. That's what happened when the two guys met each other it's, when the game numbing. first came out. That's mine, it's mind-numbing. So what they did was, though, they actually came out with new weapons, and there's new stats now, which before you looked at a, a fucking bar, right? And you're like, well, is that better than the gun I already have? No, and all we kind of did was better slots, right? Like this gun had more slots than the other one. Like I was just playing yesterday. I had a 24-slot gun. I had shit ton of stuff in there, right? It made it powerful. The one I found only had 10 slots, but it was 70% better at mining than my gun was, right? 70%, right? But I've lost 14 slots. I was like, well, I'm going to do it because it's better at mining, so I'm actually burning more stuff through mining, right? So I took the, I took the plunge into Allowing it. So now you can customize. Here she's saying it. Explorer, trader, hunter, fighter. New base building parts allow greater customization when constructing your homestead. You're cutting out. I'm cutting out? Yeah, you cut out. There you go. I wasn't talking. I'm just... You just cut yourself off in mid-sentence? No, you gotta be cutting off. Research and build three unique <laughs> okay, so now you can build three different, three, different, uh, three different vehicles. So you have this one that's like a hovercraft. Right? You saw the one in the beginning of the video. And then you have this giant one. Which I would assume has more slots to carry more stuff. So basically, the the roamer is is much much more efficient than you just running around. And then if you want to travel the planet, you got to get back in your ship, and then you got to take off your ship, and then you, it's it's really retarded. Document your journey. Uh, okay, so what about the giant truck with the four wheels on it? Are we playing space trucker now? What what? No, that's what I'm telling you. It has more slots to carry more shit. Okay, but I thought the whole Money idea was to move from planet to planet, not hang out on a planet and you can, shop. You could do whatever you want, right? So technically, you could take this and you could build another one. Like once you make the plans and the blueprints, you can build another base on another planet once you move. Wait, like, wait, wait. You can't just build a base from scratch. You have to find blueprints? You have to find. You have to buy blueprints from certain things. From, like you just can't from, build from a vendors. base? No, you can. With okay. basic. You could build a basic base. But okay, you have to. Basically, it constitutes like a tent. Like a tent on a moon. Well, more than that, but basic stuff inside. Then you have to hire people like scientists and workers to make it more efficient and, and bigger. And then you have to go to these trading posts to get blueprints and other pieces to add on to your base. So that's, that's a simulator game. Yeah. So basically, so now you're getting resources, you're getting a bunch of different things, um, uh, and then you can purchase it with, with credits. So there's a, there's a, a more 
uh, fluid way of playing the game now, right? Before you were just like, why am I collecting this stuff? Okay, I'm getting the most slots possible. Biggest slots on the ship, biggest slots on my gun, biggest slots on my on my character. Now you're actually getting stuff and upgrading stuff for a reason, right? So you can get a shitty gun and you can update that gun to be a really badass gun, right? And then you can just go around and like murder everybody that you see, like all the creatures, all the things, and just be a fighter, right? You could get a ship, buy a ship, and then deck that ship out to become like a super starfighter, or you could be like Han Solo type trader where you fly from from galaxy to galaxy, picking up shit from one thing, right? Mining the planet, taking that stuff, and then teleporting somewhere else to to actually go get more money, right? To buy a bigger ship. You could buy frigates now. You could buy, but that was from the last update. So. So see now, now, now they're taking the big truck. It's a giant time suck. It is. It's just like any other game, though. Your sound's cut now. How is my sound cutting out? Sounds like you're talking in a tin can right now. Is that true for everybody else? You're back now. Just a moment there. Well, then like you. You're talking to a king well then just you just you're just gonna have to deal with it. It's great. All right. Play the cricket. Right. Play the cricket sound. Does, does play, nobody play, else play the cricket sound? Nobody else has it. <laughs> nobody else has that problem. Yes. Nobody else has that problem? No, it's just you. Uh, all right. Okay. Me. So, yeah, so that's No Man's Sky. So between the last update they did with the base th- uh, with the base stuff, okay, and then this this uh, is actually better. Now, look, you can actually see the difference. That so, looks like a Ford Motor Company commercial. Right, with the, with the, the three vehicles there and the plane yeah. in the background and the base. Yeah. Yeah. So you can see right here, right, if I if I move this, see the difference? They, they change the graphics. Look, look at it. It's much, it's much more clearer now. It's almost like a filter they put on it. It's almost like the game wasn't ready. It wasn't. It wasn't ready. It absolutely wasn't ready. Same with the same with the biomes. Look at it. So much nicer now, right? It's so much nicer. So they have high end ultra uh, resolution te- uh, textures, more accurate ambient lighting, horizon based ambient uh, oculation, improved post processing with several filters and options there's a whole picture system they do now i don't know what all these games are doing okay it's fine it's like i'm a fucking photographer in a video game now but they've they've all added it um you can build a lot better uh you know you can share your online bases bases can now be shared online allowing other players to discover and explore your outpost so i think that's cool because then all of a sudden if you're on a planet and so actually, some cities might be end up building like unintentionally. Maybe, maybe. I mean, technically, I guess you could, right? Because if you find someone else's base, and then I build near it, you build near it, right? And I start making roads in between by by leaving R- enough space between and making right, a road. Right. So you could you could start doing that, right? Um, and then from that, I think down the road, this game, I think, and I'm gonna I'm gonna put it myself out there for a bit. Okay, I think this game comes six months to another year from now, it's gonna be phenomenal. I. I now, obviously, they they didn't come out six months to a year from now. They came out of almost a year ago, and this is what we got, right? So, but they're making they're making really good leaps and bounds, and I I want to say bravo to Hello Games because to getting a hit like they did coming out with the game, and then everyone just shitting on them like they were the most hated game of 2016 right because he just wouldn't tell the just wouldn't tell the truth just say the truth well i don't think he could have because of because because of sony i don't think he could have because of sony i don't know but that's what i think and for these guys to stick with it and be like you know what 
let's let's just do what we had planned, prove everybody wrong, and stick with it. This is this is honestly a, a really good um, a good idea. So Steam Workshop integration allows players to upload their bases to workshops, making it easy for other players to discover, visit, rate, and subscribe to your creations. So you can actually share your creations on Steam, and then you can download and upload uh, onto there. Um, you can own multiple ships now, which is fantastic. Okay, you couldn't own multiple ships before. Um, so where do you where do you store them? In your frigate or all by your base, right? You can buy this landing platforms. Well, you know, you don't have, to have landing platforms. You can have just land them next to your base. I uh, can land a freighter next to my base. Well, no, your freighter orbits the planet that you're on, which is pretty fucking cool, right? right. It orbits the planet, so it stays right by your base. It'll it'll shoot right right above your base geosynchronous orbit i got it yeah so each ship now can specialize as a shuttle a fighter a hauler or explorer okay that improved performance in specific areas shuttles are all rounders fighters specialize in combat haulers are have expanded cargo so basically it's like elite dangerous okay the way they did it uh when purchasing a new ship you'll know to be given options to trade in your current ship for a discount which is exactly like elite dangerous so they have CarMax. They have CarMax, they have CarMax now. Yeah, it's absolutely CarMax now. Yeah. So I can't imagine what the depreciation value of a Starship is. It it's must be fucking ridiculous. It's it's really cool. If you still own the game, uh, Bronk. If you still if you still own the game, I don't know if you got it on PS4 or if you got it on on, on Steam. If you got it on Steam, download the update. Give it another shot. Permadeath is actually pretty fun. Okay, it's like super hard survival. It's permadeath. There is no saving. Okay, there is no saving. Besides, if you want to log out and then come back, you'll you'll be there. But there's no saving. Okay, so um, which I think is pretty cool. Right, it's super hard. Uh, it makes you play the game differently. It's it almost it almost does what what survival mode did for division. Okay, made it like fun again. Like the permadeath made this game a little bit fun more, a little bit more fun. Um, you don't feel there's a lot more there's a lot more creatures on the planet. They look different now, um, like a, a lot more vegetation. It looks really cool. So if you guys are out there and you have No Man's Sky and you're like, fuck this game, this game was fucking disappointment. If you have it and you didn't return it, download it. You already own it, right? Give it another shot. I, I promise you, you'll have this, some more this, fun. This is the same story here over and over again. Every game is six months behind. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's what it is. That's the that's the genre we live in now, right? I mean that's the that's just the sad truth of all these games. Yeah, it's it's sad because you you lose your base, you lose your base, and you're trying to play catch up. It's not a way to it's not a way to release a game. I mean, you could customize everything in this game now. Multi tool specializations and classes. I mean, check out the site. It's 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 crazy. Here, I'll put the uh, I'll put the uh, the link in chat. You guys can go check that out yourself. No Man's Sky Pathfinder update. Really good stuff. Check it out. All right. So let's talk about let's talk about Destiny. This is gonna this will take the remainder of the the show if we if we don't watch ourselves. Um so we'll talk about it for like 15, 20 minutes. Alright, so Destiny had the reveal yesterday, reveal number one of three. Okay. So where did I where did I put that? Do I have it back up here? Let me see. I'm gonna go back to the Bungie site. There it is. 
reveal videos page. All right. So, what did you think about the uh, the reveal yesterday? What they what they showed? All right. Don't oh. don't don't go into don't go into like super hatred of 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 the game, right? Just it's not hatred. It's not hatred. Just uh, let's talk about it as as what do you think as far as the update? Is this false content to make you play it, it until the very end? It is okay. It's not actually the play to the end. The whole the whole point of this giant book of shit to do is called busy work to keep destiny in your mind. Right. Because they don't want you to forget about destiny before it comes out again at the end of the year. Right. That's what this is. That's what this is. Like I I I, I don't I don't get it. I don't understand. But, if you're if you're done, just say you're done. Okay, so just say you're done. Here's my thing. Do you think it was too early to announce that none of the guns and none of the armor and none of the things are going forward with you. Or I, the, or I know that, but it wasn't official. I know that, but it wasn't official, and they said it. Now it's official, right? None of the weapons, none of the armor, none of your Eververse stuff is going with you going forward. Okay. Do you think it's too early? And you think they kind of shot themselves in the foot because a majority of the player base goes, well, there's no point to play the game anymore because yeah, that's correct. why am I going to get the gun if I'm just going to lose it, you know, five months from now? That's okay. correct. Or do you think this is a good move on their part because, you know, they're, they're up front. They're like, hey, look, none of this, none of this shit's going to move forward with you. So you can either play and play this book. We're bringing back the old raids and you can play this stuff. So just to get the, just to get the guns that you wish you could have got at the level that you're at now. That's it. Right. Okay. So do you think it's a good idea, though, that they brought? I mean, we've we've talked about bringing the raids back for almost a year now. They should have brought him back earlier. Right, right. We've talked about it. Now, I talked about it on the Monday night podcast that we do, that I do, the Rages Round Table. Okay, if you guys want to talk more about video games and Twitch, check me out there as well on Mondays at 8.30. Shameless plug, not really. Um, we talked about what I think they should have done. Now, we don't know. They just said that the raids are back, right? And they said they're not changing them in any way, shape, or form. They're just they're getting, the, they're getting rid of the cheese, right? They're they're fixing a couple things, but they're not changing like the story plot. Like we're not gonna have fucking well, that won't be hard, right? We're not gonna have cabal in the vault of glass or anything like that. You know what I mean? Right. So on Monday, I said what what I think they should have done. Okay, and this is before the reveal that came out yesterday, right? This is Monday. This is me speculating what they should have done. Um, so I said I think what they need to do, and we still don't know because there's still more two more reveals, right? They need to give us maybe like three or four more story missions with cutscenes, okay? Just to close out the game, okay? Just to close the game out, give us a nice, you know, to-be-continued type story, okay? Because there's so many open-ending things, which I think I think it needs to be a self-contained story for, for just Destiny 1 because it's an end of one game moving to the next, and then continue a bigger plot, right, going into Destiny 2. But I think they need to close this one out just a little bit. And I think they need to give us, like, at the Vault of Glass, right, maybe Atheon's dead. We know that, right? Crota's dead, okay? In the storylines, those guys are gone, right? Even though Atheon... This is about getting the guns at my level. I know that. I know. 
right? This is all, it's all busy work. Like, I, I understand I'm not, that. I'm not trying to be cynical. I'm not trying to be cynical. I know why they're doing this. It's like an all-encompassing, here's the last big hurrah before we move on to the next game. Right, which okay? I'm okay with, but I just think they need, to, I think they need to well, close this one out. Well, they never, there's no closure. That's what I'm saying. There's so, zero closure. So I think what they should have done is maybe put a different boss or something in the Vault of Glass where it just makes the story progress a little bit more. Be like, oh shit, because Atheon controls time. Atheon, Atheon was sent by somebody else. Dun, dun, dun. Right, right, right. It's like controlled time. Like, how about this? I just came up with this right now in a split, split don't, second. Don't do time travel. It fucks up every movie. But, but that's what it is. It is. I know, but don't do it. But this is what they could do, right? Atheon's there. You're God. fighting Atheon, okay? And then all of a sudden, Atheon comes through the gate, and there's like two Atheons now. And you're like, what the fuck's going on? Which one's the real Atheon? You know what I mean? Like, it, they could just mind bend you and fuck brain, like fuck your brain and be like, what the fuck's going on in the story and move it progressive forward. They could do something, anything, anything whatsoever. I'm not asking for a fucking cabal raid. I'm not asking for any of that storyline type stuff. I just want closure for Destiny 1 moving into Destiny 2. One, I don't think they should have told us about the guns. They could have waited two more months. E3. No, they can't. No, they could have. They're, they're, they're juggling. They're no, 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 no. Right now. They could have showed us this book and said, hey, collect this book, just like last year in the first year. Here's the Triumph book. Triumph book. Go go complete these these things, right? And then everyone would be like, gung-ho, right? You gave us the raids back. You gave us this book to do. But leave the guns and armor. Don't tell us officially that they're not moving forward, even though we all speculated that, okay? Leave it quiet until E3. Okay, then when you announce Destiny 2, okay, in the beginning of June, and then you tell us, hey, by the way, none of your shit is moving forward to Destiny 2, I think it would have been more of an ease, right? I think they would have had more of a player base stay with the game for at least another two, three months, okay, and then go, I'm out. I'm out. I, here's, here, here, the, whole, the whole premise is still the same, okay? The whole premise is still the same. They don't want you to forget about the game, right? They're still concerned that if they don't follow, have a follow-up, we're all we're all just picture everybody that you know that plays Destiny as a crackhead, and we're all out of crack, right? Okay, and so you have to make sure that you're going to be the dealer on my street selling the new crack. You can't let somebody else start selling crack. You got to buy our crack, right? Okay, that's where we are. I, you want me to be busy work? That's fine. However, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that the release of the games that are coming out this year are going to keep me busy enough not to worry about a book to do for stuff that I don't need to use against nobody that I'm not going to be able to keep. Right. Okay. Do right. I make the list any shorter for you guys? Like, well, they did say I, that it, if you do the book, you're going to get something is. at the end and that you can take that with you no, over to the no. destiny Two. Yeah. Yeah. The t-shirt. No, no, no. In game, in game. going to buy? You in, want me to buy a t-shirt from me now too? After <laughs> I do everything again, you want me to get the ability to get a code to buy the t-shirt? Because I'm legend. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a T-shirt. After three years of playing the same game, it's like it's like it, it's like uh, working in a company for forty years and they give you a Timex. Right, right. If that, if right. that. Like, I, I am not mad. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at the game at all. It's the game ran its course. I'm disappointed that the lack of story, lack of closure, and now. Six months, we're seven months, seven months away from the April, technical May, June, release. July, August, September. Yeah, okay. six months, seven the, months. Seven months away from the technical release. 
and there is no talking about what type of engine they're using, how the game is going to be played. Is it first person again? Is it going to be more MMO? There's not a word. Which not I'm okay with. I'm okay with. Concerned about a book full of shit that we've already done. Stay with me. Stay with me, people. Okay, so, me. so here, here's my next question for you. Uh, so, you know, to Rage, Lono asked me a couple weeks ago if there was going to be a beta or an alpha test for this. I said there's going to be a closed alpha and beta for very small, but they're never going to make it a open beta before the game launches. Do you agree, disagree, or do you think otherwise? Say it one more time. The beta. Do you think... Lono, should it be beta? Lono said, do you think they're going to come out with an alpha and beta before the game drops? Destiny 2. No. no. I say they're going to do a beta, but closed beta for a very small group of people. Okay? And no one's going to be able to tell because there's got to be tests going on now. There has to be people testing, alpha or beta testing. But I said there's going to be no open beta. No open beta. So do you, I said, do you agree or disagree or do you have other? There will, there will not be an open beta because you cannot have, you can't let the cat out of the bag. You cannot. Right, it's, it, we're, we're, we're back. We're back to the exact same spot that we were before the first game was released. Well, the first game had a beta. This is the exact same spot. Yeah, but the first game had an open beta. But the reason I say they did that is because it was a new IP and they had to hype it up, right? That's correct. Right now, the hype is there. They already know their clientele. They already know everything. They already know that you're waiting. Your mouth is already watering for this for this content. So I said there's going to be no no beta. No beta. Okay, so you you agree with that? Yeah, I just, I just, I'm just looking at the time frame, right? Like here we are, we're in, we're in March, okay. E3 is in the beginning of June. We're two and a half months away from E3, three months, a little bit less than three months away from E3. They're gonna announce something at E3. They're gonna show a trailer. They're gonna show something. They're gonna announce. They must announce. Right. They must right. say something. Right. So, where, where, where is this beta test coming in? Do you think the beta test is coming in like August? If it does come in, closed beta August. Right, closed beta, but closed not open. Nobody's going to know about it. And I to you a weekend, and it'll only be for people that pre-order Destiny Two. Closed beta. That it might only be a close, a smaller number of people than that. Yeah, I mean, this is all speculation. Obviously, this is what we think. Once again, if if you were confident as a game developer, if you're confident in what you make, and apparently you are because it did so well, why is it this far out you're still not going to talk about it at all? If you know we're all starving, okay? Well, the if balls you know in their it, court. The balls in their okay, court. If you know they're starving, why not just say, here's what, here's the next badass thing we're going to make, guys. Just fucking walk up and go, there. drop the fucking mic. Here it is, right? It's coming. Get ready for it. Like, hype it up more. No, everyone shut up. Let's move on. We don't even know if we're, we don't even know if we're gonna get it out. We don't even know if we're gonna make it for the Scorpio. We don't know a lot right now. Hang on a second. We're gonna make it for the Scorpio. They don't know. Like if you don't talk and you're not confident about it, right? That's it, right? You you don't care. Like you already said, you said it multiple occasions. I'm in it for sixty bucks, no matter what. And I guarantee you, there's a large pool of people in the same boat as you. I want to see what they're gonna do. I've only been fucked over four times in a row, but I still want to see. <laughs> What they're gonna do? I'm in. Right, I'm in. I I I, I, get I get it. I'm in for. I said I'm in for sixty more dollars. They have to prove to me. But as soon as I play that game, <clears throat> if I see any inkling of what it was this past time, I'm out. If they if they already if they started off as an MMO or whatever, it's like completely changed. Then I'm like, okay, you got my attention. 
Where are we going with this? But I ain't buying no season pass again. I ain't buying a season pass. I got burned with them, and then I got burned with Division. No more season passes for me, okay, right off the bat, right now. As far as a little segue here, uh, Battlefield 1, okay? I didn't get the season pass right away, right? But I like that game a lot, okay? I like that game a lot. They're coming out with the DLC. The the uh, That Shall Not Pass is, is, is coming out uh, March 28th. March 14th is it for early access. Um, like... That I can see going, okay, season pass. I like that game. I play that game. I will buy the season pass now, okay? But for Destiny, I am not pre-ordering any season pass for them. I am getting the game. There's no reason to pre-order it because I'm getting it digitally downloaded anyway. And plus, I don't know if I'm getting it for PC or if I'm getting it for Xbox, right? So I like to see what happens. I'll make my decision once I see Destiny 2 running on Scorpio at E3. That's what I'll make my okay, decision. Well, so, so here's here's the giant juggle here's the giant juggle truck. Here we go. Okay. Prior to when E3 comes out, we're gonna we're gonna talk up a bunch of shit until E3 comes out, and this is how it's gonna work. Is is or is not? Is or is not? Okay. Is Scorpio coming out this year? Yes or no? Yes. Right? They say yes. Is it coming out before or after the release of Destiny? Technically, it should be coming out by the calendar. Technically, yeah. by the calendar, we're all speculating that September is when Destiny Two comes out, and supposedly October, November is when Scorpio comes out. Okay, so now if we're waiting for the most powerful system ever made, ever made, made right. do I get the game before I get the Scorpio? And that's this is just this is pretending like I'm going to be a stupid a stupid it's, ogre. It's and the I'm same get Scorpio no matter what. So it can't be the same. It's the same. It's the same after like Grand Theft Auto. When Grand Theft Auto came out for the one, it was already out for 360, and it wasn't out for the one yet. And then people had to buy it again over for the for the one. Listen, they're better off if they want to sell at least one console. <laughs> if they want to sell at least one console, they're better off just delaying the release of Destiny until after Scorpio comes out and make it a bundle pack. Right. But that's right. if they have exclusive, right? Because PlayStation had the bundle. PlayStation had the bundle last time. The reason why I talk this way is because what was that story we read about uh, Microsoft wanting to release a what? When, Mike? Oh, so we'll, right. we'll segue. We're segueing now. Okay. Now because this is definitely pertinent to this conversation. Okay, so let me find. Let me find. Uh, here it is. Okay, so the story is okay, and I said this shit. And I got to find out what episode it was, right? Because I said, you know, you know, because PlayStation came out with PlayStation 4 Pro, okay? That was an early uh, reaction to Xbox going, we're coming out with the Scorpio, but it's not coming out until next year. They're like, fuck it. Let's get out the PlayStation Pro. Let's do a little bit of extra. We'll, we'll say it's 60 frames, but it's not really 60 frames, blah, 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 bullshit. So PlayStation right now, okay, and this is being reported, okay, as from Moby Picker, which is a website publication online i'll let you guys uh i'll put it put it in the chat here's the uh there this, it is this concerns me more than anything so else. the headline the headline on this okay is xbox scorpio reportedly provokes sony to release playstation 5 and microsoft xbox 2 planned for 2020 now there's a lot to take in from that headline there's a lot to take in from that headline now i said for a fact Okay, and I don't know shit because I don't know anybody on the inside. This is literally me speculating months and months and months ago. I said that the PlayStation 4 Pro is just a 
quick get rich, get money in for the reaction of people going, well, Scorpio comes out next week. Let's let's hype up. Let's get in with the PlayStation 4 Pro. It comes out, you know, two months after uh, E3 came out, okay, or November it came out or October, whatever it was, and they're riding that wave. PlayStation 5 is going to be the the answer to the Scorpio, okay, which says it's coming out in this potentially speculation, okay, coming out in 19 or 2019, okay, which if you think about it, it's not really too far off. We're in 2017 right now. It's two years away. Yeah, it's not that far. It's not that far okay. off. So if we follow suit and yep. at PlayStation releases first and then Xbox comes out with Xbox 2. Now, if, if Scorpio is the most powerful game system ever made and two <laughs> years later, Xbox 2 comes out. So what am I supposed well, to believe at this point? Right. Three years later, right? What so am 2020. I supposed to believe? So, well, no. Th- okay. So I'll, I'll put it to you this way, right? So let's say Microsoft is coming out with Xbox 2 which is different than Scorpio, okay? Scorpio is just the, the you know, the name that they gave it. It's not the actual name of the system that's coming out, right? Whatever. Technically, this could be Xbox 2 when it when it releases, right? But let's just say it's a completely different system because this Scorpio is coming out this year. It's not coming out in 2020, okay? So let's just say that this one's called Scorpio when it releases. It's like Apple, um, what they did for the iPhone, Okay. Apple didn't reinvent. Re- Apple didn't create the iPhone. They didn't create the cell phone, right? They just took the cell phone and they brought it to the fucking next level of what a cell phone should be. Now it's a fucking computer in your pocket and it does a whole bunch of shit, okay? And then everyone fell in line in suit, okay? Samsung Galaxy and all this other, you know, they all did it, right? So what I think this is happening right now, this is happening in the gaming industry, okay? Yeah, 50 terabytes, okay? So what I think is happening is that Xbox, okay, Xbox is doing what, what Apple did with the iPhone, with the cell phone, to the gaming systems, right? We've all, and this is our fault, our fault as gamers and consumers, okay, because we were like, I want the console to be as just as powerful as the PC, right? But we don't want to pay the money, right? So Xbox is coming out with this, okay, Xbox is coming out with the Scorpio, and they're trying, we don't know the price point yet, we don't know anything about it yet, but let's just say they get it in the around about $500, $600, okay? Still $400 less than a PC, like a basic PC, okay? You can actually buy a PC for probably less than that. But a gaming PC, you can you can build one, I would say about 600 600 bucks, okay? So Xbox doing this, okay, saying it's the most powerful console to date, okay, is not a lie. It will be the most powerful console to date. Then when PlayStation 5 comes out in 2019, that'll be the most uh, the most powerful system in 2019. And then when Xbox 2 comes out in 2020, that'll be more powerful than the Xbox 2. So the cycle before was like every five years. Okay, the cycle before was every five years, six years. I mean, Xbox 360 was out for 11 years. 11 years they stayed with that one system. Okay, you could still purchase a 360 right now. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? They still support it. They still support it. Okay, so every three years you're going to come out and you're going to buy a brand new system. And I look at it and go, well, if I'm a PC owner, okay, about every two to three years I'm buying a new graphics card. Okay, which is but that's a graphics card. Yeah, but it still costs the same amount of money as a, as a as a console, right? Consoles are using uh, hardware that's like three to four years old. Okay, and you're and you're getting it when you buy it. It's already four I, years I old. I understand that. But the, uh, listen, I'm all for unregulated development in this sector okay government control limits limits growth in a lot of other sectors of of life in general okay but in the tech (laughs) sector okay they can do whatever they want 
they can make the next best thing in the next three months, and then after that, and then after that. I like it, right? Because it shows it shows the in, in, the intuitive and then the knowledge of us and wanting to strive for better, and right. we're going to make the best thing now, now, right. now, now, and then keep going. That's fine. But when you're talking about a market where a game developer has to take a couple years, three years to come out with a game system, a game that works with the system that they've been given, right? And you're moving this quickly, then one doesn't make sense to the other one because if, if they still if they stick with the same three to five year game development method, okay, then it doesn't matter what the speed of the game uh, the system has to be because it has to run the game regardless, right? It has to run it, right? It has to run it. So now. So, so what's 4K? So what it does this? So what it does it? The game is made for this, right? Right. So, I don't understand. I don't understand the, what the rush is to to pump out a game. And and my my go back on this is the same as it was when I talked to you earlier, which is Scorpio is being released, and PlayStation's trying to f catch up because the money is on VR, and they needed hardware to run the VR. Right. The current gen systems right. cannot run VR. And they're so banking, they one, right? They they're they're banking, quick. they're banking their money in, into VR they stuff. They need one quick. Well, the article even says that the PS5 is going to be in two versions: a VR headset, because speculations about Sony, the most powerful console, plans Microsoft is also to set up to give a very hard time uh, uh, to rival the company preparing for uh, a mega Xbox Two launch, right? So they they're all competing for this VR that they've all dumped their money in, okay? But Microsoft has got the win here. Microsoft has got the win because they have the HoloLens, okay, which is AR, okay. Not only do they have VR, but they also have AR. We haven't seen anything from anybody else doing AR, okay. So I think, I think yeah, it'll, is, is AR like the V is the VHS to 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 LaserDisc type of thing? Like, what are we talking about? Well, I mean, it's proprietary right now to the HoloLens. I mean, AR. I mean, you saw the two years ago when they showed the Minecraft on the stage where the guy was playing it right in front of him on the table. Do you know what I mean? If if Microsoft could come out with that with the Scorpio and be like, hey, look, the Scorpio is AR AR ready, VR ready. <clears throat> you know what I mean? So I don't know. I think a lot of the stuff that's going to happen here, like you just said, a lot of the – if every three years is happening and they, the developers for games don't know these consoles are coming out until they're actually physically announced like the year before. Okay, so let's say there is a PlayStation 5 in 2019. They're going to announce it in 2018. They're going to release the SDK package for developers to start making developing games in 2018. Okay. Which means they only have one year before the actual launch of the game. So when the game comes out, most games won't be developed for those consoles for, until year two years to year that. three, right? Right. In year two or year three. So by that standard, all right, destiny, destiny two, if it is for Scorpio won't have much difference. Okay. But graphically it's going to be fucking phenomenal. Right, because that's basically it's all graphically phenomenal right now. I understand that, but what I'm saying is they can't do anything else right away when the game launches. Right, like for instance, like when 360 came out and they said well, we can't update the vault, but then they updated the vault for one, right, but not for 360. Right, they couldn't do it, and the animations or whatever they did it for the one, but they couldn't do it for the 360. They they could do it for the PlayStation Four, but not the PlayStation Three. Okay. That's going to happen here again with the Scorpio, okay? What you play on Xbox One, they're going to have graphicals that look phenomenal. It's going to look great. You're going to see a streamer playing it on, on – on, they're going to be playing the Scorpio. They're going to be playing the game and going, oh, what the fuck is that? That's not on my version. Oh, well, that's for the Scorpio. There's not going to be a major thing different, though, until year two of Destiny 2, right? 2.1 or 2.2. And then they start de-supporting 
Xbox One and they start updating Destiny 2 and they're like, well, we can't do it on Xbox One anymore and PlayStation 4. We can only do it on this PlayStation 4 Pro and we can only do it on Scorpio, blah, blah, blah. And they're going to be like, oh, motherfucker. And then we're in the same cycle that we are in right now. Um, because and it's not the gamer's fault. It's not the it's not the publisher's fault. It's not the developer's fault. It's the console's fault for coming out with these consoles constantly over and over so quick three years span it takes two to three years to make a developed game for that console when it comes out you should people never gonna, people are not gonna be buying a new console every three years to can't game you can't it's impossible yeah you can't okay maybe 11 years is too long to have a console but three years is definitely not even in the ballpark yeah i don't i don't know it's gonna be it's gonna be very interesting to see what happens uh with the, with this mess but seriously like playstation 4 pro just came out Scorpio's coming out this year, and then this article comes out <laughs> saying PlayStation 5 and Xbox 2 to come out within the next four years. It's like, or three years, right? Because we're in 2017. That's fucking crazy. Absolutely crazy. All right. So let's go to the next story. We can get rid of that one. <clears throat> All right. So real quick, Star Wars Battlefront 2. Okay. Here we are. We're approaching a deadline here to get news for this, right? There's been rumors and stuff going on next month, uh, April, I believe April 13th is April 16th is the star Wars celebration that takes place. And it's right here, uh, in, in Florida this year in Orlando, Florida. Um, that's going to be the major spot for them to release a trailer and give us some sort of information because we do know battlefront two is coming out this year. Um, we, we talked about it a couple shows weeks back. We'll kind of bring it up again because it's relevant because Star Wars Celebration is coming up. What do you think as far as uh, the era that they're going to pick? Right, we, we went over it a couple weeks ago, but for those of you that missed that show, we can talk about it just, a little, just briefly. Uh, what era do you think is going to be in this game from the start? Not DLC, from the start. Well, they're gonna, they have to do, they say they're doing a full campaign. So whatever campaign they're going for, that's the that's the that's where we're going. Well, what about if they do it like Battlefield One, where they jump around to different different characters across the planes of, of well, the? Because it works so well, Battlefield BF One, they're going to follow it again. I think that's so. That's a possibility since it's dice. That's an yeah. absolute possibility. I think that's what they're going to do. I think the the story plot and the campaign mode in Star Wars is going to be just like uh, Battle uh, Battlefront One or Battlefield One, uh, as far as the tank mission then there's the plane mission so you could follow like some random person in this era and then all of a sudden you jump to another era and you and you continue back and forth i think that's what they're going to do it's 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 hard because i don't like the term when people say that battlefield was trying to be a clone with just a reskin of battlefield if that were the actual answer i would have liked the game more okay i would have liked the game more because it's okay for it to be the same kind of thing as Battlefield only being the Star Wars universe because we like everything in Battlefield 1. Right. We like the fact that all the vehicles can blow up on the ground. There's fully destructible environment. Like, I want to see that in the Star Wars game. Okay? Uh, the part that brings it down is the is those vehicle spawns that where you, you don't get a vehicle unless you hit the special hidden area. Then you get a vehicle as opposed to the vehicles start over here. If you need to support some people with air or tanks, this is where to get them. I don't like the randomness. It, 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 it disrupts the flow of battle when you're trying to push on a position, especially in conquest mode, when you don't know if you're going to get a tank or not, or you right. don't know if you're going to get air support. 
right? In any other Battlefield game or any, for that matter, any other multiplayer war game, when you need support, someone goes, hey, grab a plane or grab a tank. We're trying to take this position. You can't do that in Battlefield. It's just a run amok. Everyone runs around. Because it looks pretty and because it's Star Wars, everyone's down with it. But not everyone because you, you've taken away the entire tactical part of the game. It's just run around <clears throat> with stuff. Right. I'm, I'm just going to run around with stuff. Right. I don't run out of ammo. I just keep shooting. Like, I don't... You have to give us something to work towards. Like, it's okay to run out of lasers. It's okay. It's still a battery, right? You can just run out of a battery and pick up another battery. Like, we, you can work with the system. You don't have to make it to where, like, well, we want everyone to play. This is the other thing that they're doing. We want everyone to play. We want to make it cross-platform and everyone wants to play together. It's going to be great. No. No. Nobody wants to play with the squeakers. Nobody wants to play with the guys that are just saying F, 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 M, F, M, F all the whole night, right? You're with somebody that's all they're doing is cursing the whole night long. Right. You don't want to play with those people. Right. I want to play with a squad of people that's tactical and wants to have fun in the genre that we're playing, right? What's what's the problem with that, right? I don't have a problem they, with it. They want to do a campaign. If they if they do it the same way, then how many how many things do they span? Do they do Clone Wars? I because think I think everybody's crying for Clone Wars now. I think they could do nine. I think they could do nine nine stories, or, or nine campaign, nine story missions. Maybe maybe six to start, and then three more because they have to wait for the the movies to come out, right? The That's new correct. movie. So, I think what they can do is they'll have uh, the the Clone Wars episodes one, two, and three. Okay, that'll be like a story mission, right? So each one will have three missions within the same one. So it'll be like episode one, three missions, episode two, three missions, episode three, three missions. Okay. Yeah, how do you, how do you, the problem with doing the kind of character development is how do you introduce a character that you know, the genre and you know, the entire universe, how do you introduce a character that I'm only going to play three missions with very and make, and make it as memorable and as connected as they did in battlefield one. Very simple. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. What, what if, you're a soldier and you're on the battle of geonosis you're just a random jedi okay you know the jedi but it's a it's a jedi that's out there okay and now you're leading this force into battle okay in this one in this one storyline and it takes part of a story that wasn't in the movie but up to that point right up to that battle scene in the, in the coliseum they were fighting outside and they bring it up to the coliseum and then the story ends, but then you know what the, the story is afterwards, right? They went into the most, Coliseum. Most of the Jedi die. Right. Most of the Jedi die in there and stuff like that. Or so, the, the, low, the low totem pole guys died. Right. So they could take just a, just a scenario just like that, okay? Or you could be a stormtrooper, part of a squad, okay? And then you're on on certain battles, right? And you, you win a, a certain small battle somewhere that all I had to do was be like a line, sort of like with the original uh, New Hope, okay? When Obi-Wan tells Luke... Oh, the Clone Wars. I used to fight with your father in the Clone Wars. You know what I mean? That was it. It was a line. They made a whole fucking trilogy out of out of that one line, right? So it could be easily done with taking a character that you don't know yet, okay? Sort of like if you watch the Clone Wars uh, TV series on Netflix, right? Ahsoka Tano wasn't part of the fucking uh, part of the Star, Star Wars universe. They created her, put her in as, as uh, Anakin's Padawan. And you're like, where the fuck? I don't know this person. Where was she when she? But she left. They wrote in the story that she was a she was a Jedi in training up to a certain point, and then boom, they got rid of her. Right? She she got exiled from the Jedi Academy and was no longer to be a Jedi. Simple things like that. 
So I think this 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 era of Star Wars, any kind of era of Star Wars, is totally simple. Like I have always said, anything with Star Wars in it makes it a better game. Name a game, put Star Wars on it, title, boom, done. So yeah, so that's what they're doing. I think with the with the Star Wars universe, I think they could take any any character that you don't even know or know. Okay, we want the single player game that they're supposed to come out with. I I would love I would love if they actually had a full fledged campaign. Um, but there's other games coming out for Star Wars to deal with that, right? Star Wars Battlefront is not that game. Star Wars Battlefront can be a single unit missions here and there like Battlefield 1 was, okay, and be okay with it. Because if you want your full kick-in story of Star Wars, there's other games. There's like 12 games in development of Star Wars right now, okay? And But the last time was an avalanche like that. Most of them suck. Yeah, but Most the, of them suck. But now Lucas is, is included in all of these. Lucas Films, okay, and the name, okay, uh, Kathy, Kathleen Kennedy is included in every single Star Wars project that's happening. Um, so I think I think they're going to be a lot better than they were in the past, especially since EA has got a lockdown on all of them. So, all right, moving on from there, we're going to talk about Battlefield 1. Okay, Battlefield 1, there's some a couple people pissed off, right? Because the way they talk about Battlefield 1, right, they're like, oh, the release date is March 14th. Okay, and everyone's like, where the fuck, dude? I'm I have early access. How come I'm not playing the game yet? You said two weeks ahead of of early access or before the game releases. Calm down, people. The game releases March 28th. So if you don't own the if you didn't buy the season pass, okay, or the deluxe edition, whatever the early access, you don't get it on the 14th. You get it on the 28th. Okay, and then everyone can play it. But if you want to play it early, two weeks early, you had to get the what is it the deluxe edition what what is it the elite edition i forget what it was it's the premium pack premium pass whatever it is which is different than the season pass um so if you buy it you get to play it on the 14th if you don't you get to play it on the 28th with everyone else so now i'm a little confused is if you don't have the season pass you don't get to play it on the 28th regardless right you have to have the season pass to play it on the twenty eighth, correct? It's the premium. I think, I think. I think. I think you can buy it individually. I'm sure they're not going to let you stay sit out of it unless you buy the squad thing. Right. You don't need to buy the season pass to play it on the twenty eighth. You can just buy that. That I, there's expansion. no way. There's no way that they're going to force you to buy the the season pass to play that one first DLC. I guarantee that it will sell. Okay. Yeah. Individual thing. Yeah. So Santos is saying it. Yeah. So individual on the twenty eighth. Yeah. Hold on one second. I gotta let my uh, my dog take take talk a little bit. All right, well, getting getting back to the topic at hand here. I mean, the DLCs for these games that are coming out, we're all we're all waiting, we're all waiting for them. You know this is how this works, right? Everyone knows that the whole point of the new DLC launches is for us to put a little bit more cash into the into the game itself, which I'm okay with. Okay, I'm totally okay with it. As long as the DLC is an actual DLC and and you and you 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 put the toppings on the cake the way I like them. I will give you the extra money for a game. I have no problem paying more for a game, especially if it's worth it. Well, I, I'm excited for this one coming out. I, I'm I, I like I, I really really enjoy Battlefield One because it it runs so well on a console. Except when you're in the menu system. Well, the, okay. <laughs> if you have to if you have to suck it up in one point or the other. The anticipation of waiting for the game to come to to log to to load up right. is is the only thing that's wrong. I'm good with it. Right, I'm good with it. All right. So what you're getting in the uh, that shall not pass. Okay, you're getting uh, one new elite class character. 
uh, the Trench Raider is the elite class. Uh, you get new game mode. That shall now pass also includes a new game mode called Front Lines. The mode will be more of a push and pull style where both teams fight over an objective. Once the objective is captured for your team, the point will move uh, towards the enemy. So it's like a tug of war. That's that's from Battlefront. Yeah, so it's like tug of war. Um, you get new weapons. There's one, two, three, four, five new weapons. Um, and then there's new maps. Okay, There will be four new maps to fight on. Um, the Verdant Heights... Fort Devox, uh, Sessions, and Rapture, or Rupture, um, and you can see them, and then a new Bohemoth and Tank. So there you go. So that's what you get for this, the season pass. So if you have your season pass, you get to start playing on the 14th. If you don't have a season pass, you can buy it individually on March 28th. So there's the news. There's the news for that. What happened, buddy? I want to know. I want to know how they're casual. I want to know how they're looking at Battlefield One as too What's casual. Wrong? Give me one second. My son just came in. Hold on. I, I I like to know Santos. Like I'm I'm not sure exactly what we're talking about as far as casual goes. Like other than the fact that I think that the bomber might be a little too OP that the gun can actually hit you even on the flying on the move and kill. Like I've, I've watched a lot of videos where the people think they're hacking but they're not hacking. Uh, that the machine gun, especially on the PC, the machine gun on the bomber. Okay, is way too overpowered that you can actually kill that many people from the air. Okay, without the bombs, right? Just from machine guns, you're killing people on the ground. It was like I watched a couple of videos, like 172 and one, or 172 and like three. It was crazy. But when you say casual, like the game is skillful enough that if you're not, if you're, it has it has the elements of being skilled. What part of it is casual? I'm confused. Yes, I I'm interrupting the show because my son is freaking hysterical okay he hold on son give me that let me see it okay so he came in hurting he, he was holding his shin and he wanted he wanted me to you know make him feel better i said what happened did you hurt yourself he ran out to the living room and dragged this thing in okay picked it up and i'm gonna pick it up and show you what you guys is it's a wine container <laughs> okay it's a wooden box that he hit his shin on and he dragged it in to show me that that's what he got injured on. What the hell? <laughs> All right, buddy. All right, you take that and you you go you go make amends with that. Like, what the hell? That with you, considering he's part of the the show all the time. So, like, I don't, I don't. <sighs> Please don't call it casual. Please don't tell me they're calling it casual now, because of because of COD people. Like I don't. Casual means like every all the gums have the same like kill time and like you don't have to aim at all and, and shots count no matter what they are as long as they're close to you. Like no, it can't be like that. I have to watch this video. You're killing me now. Tell me this casual. Are you telling me that the 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 population levels of the servers are already down? It's not because it's casual. I think it's because just the games that have come out, like the games that have come out currently, are pulling people away. Casual field. <laughs> wow. Look, I don't understand. Battlefield has never been, has never ever been a competitive multiplayer spectra spectating like sport. It's not an Overwatch. It's not a fucking Counter Strike. Battlefield has always been tactical with a small group and have fun. That's what it's meant for. Have your friends in a small squadron and have fun. 
it's not a te- it's not a technical like super realistic battlefield game like an actual battlefield game like ba- i know it's called battlefield but it's not a What's that one called? There's, Arma. There's, it's not Arma. Right. It's not Arma, and it's also not Squad, right? There's a, there's another one called Squad, which is super realistic. And if you want a super realistic game, then don't fucking play Battlefield. Battlefield has never claimed in any way, shape, or form the most realistic, most diehard battle game ever created. No. It's a Battlefield game. It's to take your friends and have a moment. They even had an advertised campaign years ago. It's a battlefield moment where you're in a plane and you jump out of the plane and you rocket the other plane and then you hit a parachute and then you land back in a plane. Does that happen in real life? No, that's fucking casual. Okay, you're just going and having fun in a game. So people, people that have a their stick up their rear end, okay, they say that, oh, it's called casual field. You're a bunch of assholes. And I'm telling you that to your face because this game is not supposed to be a realistic shooter. It's a battlefield game to have fun. Remember, people. It's a game. If you want to actually go have a real-life battle, uh, there's there's plenty of things to go out there with, with real guns and other things and training exercises. You, you're more than welcome to go to actual boot camp and tell me how you like it, okay? And I know many of the listeners are boot camp people. They actually are military and, and stuff, and, you know, you guys are badass. But this is a game. It's, it's casual. It's always casual, okay? It's not competitive. It's not Major League Gaming. You ever see someone go, hey, I play Battlefield 1 for a living on Major League Gaming? No, never. They play Overwatch. They play Counter-Strike. They play Dota. They play all these other games. Battlefield is not a competitive game. It's competitive for you. It's competitive for me. I have to win. I'm a winner. I have to win. If I lose, you're a screw-up blueberry, okay? Not doing your job, not, not capturing the flag, Okay. Casual, casual feel that, that, that just, it hurts me. It, it hurts, hurts me, me saying it that because me. it's not, it's not a ca- it, it is a casual game, but it, to say that they're dumbing it down for the, for the casuals, Call of Duty is the most unrealistic game ever. I mean, hands down, it's the most unrealistic game ever. Uh, so that's a casual game and they don't even use that for fucking major league gaming. Okay. Because it's just not, it's just not that good. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm salivating now. I can't wait to see this vid. All right. The next story that we have uh, Mass Effect. I went on a little rant there. I don't even know if it's uh... Mass Effect Andromeda multiplayer DLC maps will be free. Okay, now let's not make any promises. Well, let's not make any promises. Right. Um, okay. Wait. Wait for. Uh, I'm happy. I'm happy. I'm happy that they say it. They uh, a person asked uh, uh, Bioware. They said, "Hey, are we going to have to pay for the for the multiplayer DLCs?" And the guy came back. One of the lead designers said, "No, it's going to be exactly like Mass Effect Three. Mass Effect 3, uh, the map packs were free. The, the DLC was free. So let me talk about this game. This game looks absolutely phenomenal. I mean, it looks so good. I can't wait. We're, we're just two weeks out. Uh, it looks so freaking good. And uh, obviously, it comes out March 21st, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah, March 21st. We're getting close, man. We're yeah. Getting close. So we're at the 9th right now. So, so close. So close. I'm going to be playing it. Uh pretty much nonstop on this channel for the first week it's out. So we have all day Tuesday or not all day, six hours on Tuesday, six hours on Wednesday after the show on Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And yes, yes. Even Sunday, Sunday night drive. I'll get in a fucking Rover and drive around the fucking moon in this game just to have the Sunday night drive. But we're definitely playing. uh, We're definitely playing that. None of my stuff is working, so I'm not seeing chat at all. So I'm sure when I went on my rant, uh, there were some people 
reacting. I can't see it though. Gotta restore it. <clears throat> it's not gonna kick back into it. Yeah, you're you're out of time, Santos. There's no there's no shot for you to complete all those three of those games before the other one comes out. Boot camp was dumb. <laughs> I just saw the chat now. I just saw the the chat now. Um yeah, so I'm I'm happy for Battlefield. I'm happy for Mass Effect. So happy for Mass Effect. I can't wait for this game to come out. It looks so gorgeous. I, I was watching some videos of like what you can do. Do you know? Do you know anything about it yet, Sarge? I'm not kind of. This is not like a spoiler or anything. So basically, I, I know very little. I like to be surprised. So basically, um, it's almost like a simulator game uh, in in this game as well. And this is like right up your alley, right? So you can explore different planets, sort of like No Man's Sky. Okay, and then on the planet, you can do certain things and you have to get a certain percentage done to do something on that planet. And then it does something right. And there's hundreds of planets in the solar system. Okay, so you could literally spend hours. Galaxy. You mean the galaxy? Sorry, galaxy. Uh, So many you can spend so much time on one planet and do a shit ton of stuff. And the way they say it is. That every planet that you visit, there's a whole enclosed story for that planet. Yeah, kind of like how Knights of the Republic was supposed to be. Right. So can you just imagine? Like, I can imagine a lot. There's a main story that you're supposed to do, and then there's like side quests on different planets that have their own self-contained story plot that's going on on that planet. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. I, 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 that's why I'm anxious to play, because this is another, this is another game where I don't have to worry about multiplayer. The whole point of it is to lock in on your space RPG and say bye bye to everybody else. Right. For about two weeks. See you later. <laughs> two weeks. Two weeks. Well, we got Parrot in here. Yeah. All right. So, my God, my chat is still broke. Okay. I got it up, but it's in a different, different format. I can see you guys now. So, I can't bring up any other stories. My browser's not we have, working. We have quite a bit coming down the pike. Right. So whether or not, you know, I think I think I think one thing that the gaming companies and development teams are doing is they're definitely spacing out the games appropriately. Right. Right. Because even even so, you have the crazies who get the game and and destroy it in like the first week, two weeks. There's still about three or four weeks in between each major release, if not a little bit more. So you can even if you're even if you're popping them out and selling them back to GameStop, whatever you're doing, at least you have the time to do it as opposed to massive releases all in the same month. And there's no time to play them all. Right. There's no time. There's between. Okay. If you're a person that bought, if you're a person that bought dark zero uh, horizon zero dawn. Okay. And then Zelda, and then you can get mass effect. And then there's also wildlands in one month. In one yeah. month, those are four of probably the largest map games ever created. Yeah, but that's all. That's four different systems you just mentioned, though. No, well, technically, you can get all of them for the PlayStation. You could, if you have a PlayStation, then you're, you're the winner. Right. Well, no, I'm Zelda. sorry. No you Zelda. Zelda. Not Zelda. That's Zelda. A Switch. Right. That's a you Switch. Gotta have a, you gotta buy a Switch. Right. Right. Or or have, have a buy, Wii U. Or have a Wii U. I would have to buy a PlayStation. I have to buy a Switch. Like that's insane. <laughs> that's insanity. I mean, it, it's just crazy, though, that if you if you have all those games, there's no way in hell because one, if you're unemployed, OK, if you're unemployed, kind of are you if you're unemployed, what does I'm saying? If you're unemployed, OK, you can't buy all the games. And then if you're employed, OK, you don't have enough time to play all those games. 
And then if you're a kid that, you know, your parents buy you your stuff, okay, you still have school and stuff. And yeah, you can binge for like eight to 10 hour days and have like no life and just literally just play video games. But you're not getting everything. Right. There's no way you're getting everything. It's just absolutely, I mean, the size of these games. Now, that's, that's a question that we didn't even talk about. Like before the show, like, what do you think about all these fucking open world ended type games? Are they good or bad for the business for, for video games? Well, I think that for the ability for somebody to explore the universe created by somebody else and not be in a tunnel and told that I have to go to the end of this tunnel is the better way to go. Right. You don't, you don't have to make every game so ridiculously large that you get lost in the wilderness or you get lost inside the, I, I, I think it's a happy balance between the content that's on the map as well as the map being big. Okay. Games, games like Zelda and games like, um, what was the other game that came out? Like the original, the original, um, like Gears of War, right? Even though it's a tunnel, there's different locales, right? It's the same kind of thing. You can make the illusion that I'm going to different spots and doing whatever you don't have to. Everything has to be a super open world. However, it's nice to be able to explore a place completely to find all the secrets. And if you're a good developer, you you make good use of the map, right? Even though it's an area you've been in before, there's a locked door that has a key that you don't get the key till later. And then you're going to have to come back to open up that door. Like, that's good use of the map. It should not be where I go through a section, I'm done with this section, and then I never go back to that section again because there's never a reason to go there. You give the illusion that it's... That's, when you when you make the map that way, it's almost the same thing as playing the tunnel game. Correct. Right? Because but I it's don't an illusion, right? But I it's an illusion. Right. I don't have to go back there. Oh, congratulations, Santos! Unbelievable. Like I don't know. Do you think it's possible to have a game? I know already know the answer. Do you think it's possible to have a game too big? Yes, absolutely. A lot of games that came out there were too big. Like like for instance, on No Man's Sky, right? Where you just it's so gigantic. Yet it's nothing to do, and when it well, first you came out, but you don't you don't give you don't give correct purpose. You have to give purpose to the gamer. If you're going to make right. a map that big, you have to give purpose. Right. Yes, yes, I'm allowed to explore. Yes, I'm allowed to do all these things, but you have to <clears> give me something to work towards, and then I'll I'll branch off from there. Right. I don't like games that are too big. I get lost. Like I, I, Wildlands, I I I looked at it. I I I just I can't get into a game like that because it's too big. It's too big. Right. A, a game like that where you want to put four friends together and you want to do an assassination mission and make it like a four-player Hitman game, I'm all about it. This is this is why I think, and I haven't played it yet, but this is why I think Sea of Thieves is going to be a, a hit, right? Because it's like this open world, but yet self-contained little battles that happen of what I can tell, right? Where you're on the sea, you're doing your own thing, and then all of a sudden a ship comes along where you see an island and then someone else sees that island. And now it's not an instance because other people can come on and, and, and join in on the fun, right? Like a, a third ship can pull up and start fighting you. But I feel like it's a self-contained moment where it's multiplayer. And this is why I like Boundless as well, right? Where you can go wherever you want and do whatever you want. But at the same time, bless you, um, at the same time, it's like these self-contained little missions and the game is gigantic right the world you can sail the seas and go find this other maps and find different things yeah, yeah, but, but there's points be, but there's big right no but what i'm saying is it might be too big but there's always something going on i don't think you're going to be on a ship 
and sitting there for hours going, man, there's nothing to do, right? Because you're going to find treasure. You're going to take that treasure back. You're still doing something, right? Yeah, but if it, if it, but if it's always find the treasure and steal around, that's going to get boring really quick. It has to be other things. There I has don't, to be. I don't think like, so. I think a treasure ship, and you guys have to race towards. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. Ship, we don't know anything about this game. Like, yeah, we don't know anything you know about what? this game yet. But you know why we don't know anything about it? They don't know anything about. Well, it. Well, no, they don't. They do. They just they're secretive right now with the with the alpha tests and 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 stuff. What I'm thinking, what I'm seeing is, what I'm seeing of Sea of Thieves, and I'm on the forums and I see a lot of stuff. Right, I read a lot of stuff. On the forums, because I'm I'm an inside I'm a part of the insider program for the for the Sea of Thieves. I think what they're going to do is sort of like and I go back to it. Um, I'm playing Boundless, so it's got an in-game economy. Okay, I think that they're going to put an in-game economy like a Albion Online slash Star Wars Galaxies slash Boundless type thing. Okay, where you're a pirate, you're getting your treasure, and then you get the, you get your you get your gold, and then you can start spending your gold on stuff. Right, that maybe a DLC, maybe it's in the game right away. Maybe you can buy yourself a house or a base or have a clan or have a thing and then spend your gold on certain things and you can trade and you can buy certain things. Maybe you can maybe you can create stuff. Who knows? Who knows? All we know now is what we've seen online about people battling uh, and stuff. But I, I have a feeling that a game like that is going to balance well where it won't be too big and go, oh, this is so boring. All I'm doing is getting a treasure and then returning it back to point B. I think people could just battle ship to ship and have fucking super fun for hours and hours and hours. Right. And then there's hoping. Right. Well, I'm, this is all me hoping. I've never, I haven't played the game yet. I don't know. I don't know nothing except for what I saw online. So I have a feeling that this, this could be really done well in an open world game like that. Now, uh, along the lines of open world games, there's so many of them that are coming out. Red dead redemption, right. Two is supposed to come out. Okay. They did a wonderful job with the first one and how to, so prove on that. So open world, but yet guiding you to certain places, and then yet going back to those certain places again with different side quests and different missions and stuff like that, which is which is pretty cool. And I remember playing the game the first time around, going, "Oh, why well, want to go to that town over there?" Like I found the town by myself, but there was nothing to do there. And I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool." And then I found like a, a side mission, and then it sent me somewhere else. And then I found another side mission that sent me back to the town. Do you know what I mean? Like it, it makes you go. You can go wherever you want, but in some point in some time, you're going to find everything that leads you to that certain place to open that that section up. And that's good de- game development to to do that to lead you like the like you were saying like the tunnel type of type of game. So looking forward to a lot of the open world games that are coming out. All right, next story I want to talk about is The Division. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. What were you going to say? Go quick. No, no, we're good. Go. All right. So The Division, uh, year two, they said the year two content is going to be free. Now, I look at this as going, okay, well played, okay, because technically Destiny did this, okay? Destiny did this, and do you know that these guys were in competition with Destiny, even though it's not the same type of game as Destiny? They were. Right, they're in competition with them. So year two in Destiny, right, they started giving us these free live events, okay, which were free, okay? I mean, actual content we had to pay for, like Taken King, Rise of Iron, uh, Dark Below. We had to pay for the big chunks for stories, but there was free gameplay. Now, we don't know if the content in year two, because they don't have to give us storylines at all in year two. They can just give us these little, here's a new game mode, here's a... Here's a new section of the map. Here's a new thing. They don't have to actually continue the main story. Same with Grand Theft Auto V, right? They kept giving us free 
content, but no story, single player story missions, right? It's, it's always been free online stuff, just no single player story missions. So what do you think about this? Do you think this is a smart move on the division? And yes, they were vocal and saying, hey, your two content's free. But do you think there's more to it? Do you think there's actually going to be single player content uh, to make the story move, progress more? Or do you think year two is going to be more of a live event type stuff? The issue, the issue I have with the multiplayer genre of games is that you have to buy them when they first come out. You have to be updating them constantly, and you have to be buying the DLC when it comes out so you and your friends can be playing the content together. Right. Okay? Once Division fucked up, and I don't mean it in a bad way, but once they fucked it up... Wasn't, it wasn't a good game when it came out. They, they, lost, they lost the initial push of people. And once you fragment your customer base... Right. It's very hard to bring them back. And even if you do bring them back, you have to get people to want to buy all the stuff that they missed once they come back, right? Because if I decide I want to come back at the end of year two in Division and I and there's like three or four updates, I have to either buy all that or get everything together. There has to be some kind of point where I can get back in all at once. Once you lose the initial momentum, it's hard to bring them back. Right. Okay. <clears throat> and this is why I... I I'm hesitant on a lot of these games because Destiny got me good because I love sci-fi. Got me good. Got me the good. Vision, the Vision would have got me if they had followed the storyline and they just kept going with it, with the fact that there's chaos, the country fell, we're trying to bring back the people from the brink, everyone's dying, there's disease and whatever else, and there was a reason for you to go out and do what you had to do. It just became go kill a boss, get a gun. That's all it became. You lost the story that you originally had sold, okay? And you're not getting that back. Right. Now they're scrambling. I, I personally don't care if you gave me everything for free from here on out. It's, you've already lost me. You've already, they've already burned the bridge with you. Right. You, you've already lost me. Now, not everybody's like this. Right. No, look, but a lot of people are. Looking, some oh. people are just looking for a good game for shooting up people, and, 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 you, and you, like the, you like the building of the characters. Here, so I'll, I'll, in, in chat real fast, who here got Division from the start, okay, and then who here uh, still plays it to this day? You know what I mean? Which one? Division. How many people in chat played Division when it first came out, and then how many people, you know, still play it, and how many people are like, nah, I'm done, I'm good. You know what I mean? Like, I think there's more people that said, eh, I'm good, and stopped playing it. Because it's very, listen, you have to be all in, and that's why it makes it more expensive for a lot of these other games, because you cannot be vested you cannot be vested in multiple games like Destiny. Right. Right? That's a lot of upkeep for all those games that you're doing. You don't a lot of people don't have a lot of time for all that. So you're picking one, maybe two. There's a lot to go there, especially when you have all these busy work things to do. You know? I, I, I for one think that once that's why I say if the game's not done, don't release it. Right. I mean make sure make sure your story's intact, make sure the selling points there. Right. Make sure that everything you want it to be, that the reason why you actually made that whole friggin' trailer and make it so epic that we want to be there, that as we're playing the game, that is in there. That is in there. But they don't. So of all the people that are here, we only have, what, 13 people in chat. I think nine people responded. One person still plays it to this day. You know, and that's just it. It's like, here, we just did a poll. We just did a polling. Okay. Uh 90% of the people don't play uh, Division anymore. 
it's, it's sold right here. Ninety percent of the population of planet Earth do not play. They, yeah, right. No, I mean, that's how they do it. But yeah, see what I'm saying? I I played it when it first came out. Like the I like the campaign. I like the reason that's co-op. You can go in and play with people. I lost interest in it. When the survival came back out, loved it, loved it, loved it, loved it. Even though I loved it, I was like, eh, you know what? But I'm, I'm going to go play other games. Lifeboat. I'm going to. That's I'm, a lifeboat right. on a boat that is sinking. Exactly. Absolutely. You're absolutely correct. I'm glad it did well, but that is still a lifeboat. Yeah, I mean, I I got the I got burned by it. I I got the season pass and everything, um, so. I feel like what I paid for, I now got out of it, but I had to wait a year. Do you know what I mean? I had to wait a year to get what I put in. Yeah, survival is fantastic. Um, I just don't play it again, you know, but it's fun. I love going back in and just playing it. I have to play it again. Maybe we'll do it tomorrow. I don't know. I got to do something. All right. So the next story I want to talk about. Uh, to, we're, we're running on short on time. I want to talk about the Switch episode. Oh, I want to talk about please. the Switch. Go ahead. Yeah. So the controversy started. Um, about a week ago, after the initial release of the Switch, where it got a ten out of ten on Metacritic, right? And, and, and a ten on I think I forget what the other site was. Was it IGN? I forget, so, I so you're talking about Zelda, not the Switch itself? No, no, Breath of Fire. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah the, the game, the game, and a giant uproar happened, and people got on there and started counter voting to try to bring the score down because it's not ten out of ten. And it's, I have to agree yeah, with you. Yeah, there's no such it's thing as a perfect a, game. There's no such thing as a perfect game, especially one on a handheld system with shitty music. Right. Okay. Right. And music is part of the game. And I don't care how small you think the game is, or the music part is part of the game. But if you have shitty music during a game, it doesn't get ten out of ten. Dude, if you're if you're in an epic fucking battle, and then all you hear is a fucking xylophone going. And you're like, that doesn't even match what's what's happening right now on screen, right? There's it's a lot of con- lot of controversy going on right it's now. It's really good though with the sneaky. Like if you're doing a stealth mission, the xylophone's great. It's like, you know what I mean? Like you're you're sneaking around, but your epic fucking battle going on. There's just like, I I feel like because you brought up the, the 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 soundtrack, I feel like they made the soundtrack after the fact or before. Like they hired a guy and the guy's like, oh. Uh, you're hiring me to do the Zelda soundtrack? I, I played all the games. No more. I know what I'm doing. And, and he just created it, right? And then the game came out, and you're like, this doesn't match anything. And they're like, fuck Where's it. The we don't. Music? We, right, Where's we, the battle music? Where's the suspense music? Right. We don't Where have any time to redo it. Thing? Just throw it in there. Just throw it in there. You're supposed to, like, play the game, watch the game, and then play the music for the game so you know, like, what's going on. I think they did the music before the game, or the guy was just like, I'll do what I want. Thanks. Now, and now, now, once again, it's even though they call it a console, this is still a handheld device. Now, it does look amazing for a handheld. Oh, device. it's beautiful. It looks amazing. It does, but that 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 does not constitute a ten out of ten. Yeah, no, no game should ever have a ten out of ten because if you put a ten out of ten on that thing, I mean, and it's all you're setting, I, you're setting, you're setting the bar, right? You're setting the bar, and, and the potential of having a ten out of ten, and it's eye of the beholder. Right, like you might think a game's ten out of ten, I might think that game's a fucking five. Do you know what I mean? Like you telling me, especially since, and and this goes deeper. And Angry Joe actually did a a video recently, I think it was today or yesterday, about how copyright claims are happening all over the place, and that's why we never show Nintendo stuff on here because they copyright claim your whole fucking video if you show like a a five second thing of Nintendo. Okay, so basically, if IGN gives it a ten out of ten. 
they're in the they're in the bag. Now I know people if you work for IGN or whatever you say you're not and maybe you're not as the reviewer you're not. Okay. We know for this instance they are. Right, but if you're if you the reviewer are not part of the machine but you are working for the machine, right? And IGN gets advertisement from Nintendo to post on your site and stuff like that, okay? So there's a problem there, you know what I mean? Like shows uh, how you create the music again. It was just like yeah, there you go. So it's clip not, that. Uh, clip that. Space, the blind musician. What yeah, that's, that's uh, Ray Charles. No, not Ray Charles. Uh, Stevie no, Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder. Yeah. So, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that that a 10 out of 10 game. What what game would you pick, Sarge, from the past to the present that would be close to you as a 10 out of 10 game? No, we can always we can always we can always look up the ones. There are certain ones that have a 10 out of 10, and they are definitely bought. They are definitely bought. Um, like Witcher Three is not there, even a ten out of ten. There is no, there is no game that I've played that does that gets a ten out of ten. Right. No game is ever right. perfect. Witcher There's Three, no, Witcher I'll Three, give like a nine, right. nine point five. How many decimal points yeah, whatever. you want to go? Like a nine five or a nine seven, like that kind of stuff. Like I get, but like when you do points, if you go anything, anything after nine, and you do those fraction points, that means what you're actually saying. I understand this is. I understand that that a a review is still an opinion. I get this, but when you go above a nine and you're giving the nine five or nine seven, what you're actually saying is that this game is surpassing other games of the genre in these areas. Right. That's what you're saying. So when you say a ten, you're saying that this game is now the benchmark in which all other games Should, need to follow. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. That is a big, bold statement. Now, it being done on the first game released on a system that was just released, that is just a new IP, right. that is just a new invention, and it gets a 10 out of 10, if you guys can't see that that is a bought and paid for ad because they're trying to sell, sell units, systems, right? Sell the system. Okay? They're trying to sell units. Okay. You can buy the God game sake. for, you can buy the game for just the Wii U though. Think about it. You can buy the game for the Wii U. Right, so if you don't have to go out and buy the system for the game, you can you can get the system, you can get the game for the Wii U. Um, obviously, it's probably not as, as as good, whatever graphically or whatever, but uh, I'm sure it still looks beautiful because you wouldn't be able to tell the difference because you don't own the other system. But I like what you said there. As far as I think you brought it up before the show, and I'm, I'm, I'll steal it a little bit. As far as when you give a review like that, okay, to me, you d. Incentivize my you to me as far as the reviewer go. You just give out a ten out of ten. You're paid, okay? There's no way that game's ten out of ten. So what I'm going to do now is that I'm going to look at fellow streamers, okay? I'm going to look at a Gathalion. I'm going to look at a Broman. I'm going to look at Bike Man. I'm going to look at Lyric. I'm going to look at Co Carnage. Okay, these big names on Twitch that are playing this game, okay, and find out what they will think about the game, not a review. But what they think about the game, because if I watch these big streamers, I'm I'm going to like what their opinion is because they play games like I like to play. So I would think because I like watching them that I'm like minded like them. So if they tell me that I would buy this because such and such and such and such and such. But here's the problems with the game, such and such and such and such and such. And then me as a consumer, I go, you know what? I'll take your opinion. OK, over a main article on youtube or a main article on, on 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 a publication like ign because a 10 out of 10 there's no such thing as a 10 out of 10 i don't care what it is 
It's the Eye of the Beholder. Witcher 3, to me, is probably one of the closest games to 10 out of 10. Mass Effect 2, to me, was one of the best games I've ever played. I wouldn't give it a 10 out of 10. Okay. You give, I, I give, I'd definitely give it a 9 and some change. Right, 9 and some change, right? Because there were some mechanic problems with it, right? So a 10 out of 10 means it's perfect. Perfect. From top to bottom, everything about the game. There is no con. There's a no con box if it's a 10 out of 10, right? There's no but. You, you say all your good things and then you go, but there's no but. A 10 out of 10 is a perfect score and there's no such thing as that in my opinion. Right, so the, the reason why I brought this up, and it's not just because I want to badmouth Nintendo because they're crazy. Uncle okay? Crazy that's Nintendo. Not, that's not the reason. That's not the reason. The reason why I'm bringing it up is that developers are now scared of them not being able to control the opinions given about a game before it's released. Okay. Because we have Twitch and because there's early release and because we've got the pre-orders, people get the game out before the masses get the game. And once they start talking about it and once they start putting their opinion on it, like you said for yourself, if people play the same kind of games as I play, then they probably have the same, they're assuming, of course, right. they probably have the same type of mentality for those games. So I'm interested to hear what they have to say. Right. Okay. This is why Bethesda, and I forget what the other game company was, they don't want to give out any more uh, games anymore free to, to, to uh, reviewers right. whatnot. Reviewer copies. Because they say it's not needed. And what that really says to me is they're concerned, okay? Because <clears> selling, <throat> selling units in the early stages of a release is very important it's vital. to a developer. Yeah, it's vital. It's vital. It's absolutely vital. And so because they cannot control what is said about their game, they, their sales are hurt. And it hurts the it hurts their 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 bottom line because the investors it's about a business it's not about just the game anymore. Well, and there's a lot of money on the line. Well, it's also a sneaky practice because usually you have absolutely. about absolutely you actually have absolutely. about if if a company does take back a game like if you don't like a game you usually have 14 days okay to return it. Well, if it comes out day one and they don't release review like you have to make a review so you're not going to know until after the game is released. At least a week, right? At least, at least a week. A week. So, so you're cutting it pretty close. Okay, but if uh, this goes out to everybody as an intelligent gamer, okay, not counting mobile devices, the average age of a gamer currently is right around 30 years old. Yeah, it's like 32, okay? 34, okay. something like that. It's yeah. a little higher when you count the mobiles. But if you yeah. take out the mobile games, the phone shit, and you're talking about just console people, the average age is 30, yeah. okay? We're not talking about selling to Timmy and Diane, okay? We're talking about Fucking love Timmy and Diane. We're selling to friggin' adults who play video games. Guys, just take the time. Stop, stop for a moment. Do not look at a review that's 10 out of 10 and think that you have to run out to the store and buy this immediately. Everyone calm the fuck down. Look at Twitch. Look at the YouTubes. Watch the people play the game. You know you want the game. I know you want the game. I want the game, okay? But don't buy it immediately. Give yourself some time and look it over. There is no reason why we can't have a review of a game before a game comes out because they're that scared of what they made. Right. But back in the day when they released the game, they were confident in what they what they released. We're releasing this game. This is what we did. You build up a fan base, and here's our prize. Here's the art. Enjoy it. That's the way it was. It's not that way anymore. It's all about the bottom line. They have got to sell as many as they can. And so they're going to lie, cheat, and steal all the way up until the release date. And then when it comes out and it's half broken, they say, don't worry, we're going to patch it. Right. Okay? That's not the way we need to go about this, guys. This is not the way we need to go about this. 
they have to learn that they need to and they have to give the information over to the people that are actually fans of their development team who've been following them around, like Gears of War people, uh, Grand Theft Auto, like uh, other big titles that have been around for a long time, and they build up their fan base and stop with the bullshit, okay? Don't tell me you can't give me a game I have to play, and then you know damn well the review comes out, and it's fucking, it's all canned and bagged. You, you know that review is bullshit. You know that review is bullshit, Okay. So I, on the screen now, I, I do have a stat for you, Sarge. It's VentureBeat.com. Has the average gamer, okay? 29% uh, is under the age of 18. 32% is 18 to 35 years old. And 39% is 36 plus. Okay? I'm telling you that counts mobile. Yeah, yeah that's everything. That's everything. It's a gamer. Gamer. Everything. Yeah. Okay, and then the gender is 52% male, 48% female. Which is, which is great. Yeah. Because it, be, it used to be all guys. There should be a small percentage. <laughs> Santos is like, there's no way it's 48% female gamers. I literally only know three. <laughs> counting, I'm you, counting everything. They're counting mobile devices too. You, you does, does your mom play uh, Farmville on fucking Facebook? Because that's a game and she's a woman. Right. 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 So <laughs> that's what I, I just, it, it pisses me off when these reviews come out and you know, they're all backed, you know, they're backed. Yeah, I go, you know, it's funny because this is a this is a reason I said this a couple of weeks ago. This is a reason I don't give reviews of a game, right? I'll give you my opinion, which is like a review, but it's not a review. I don't score it, okay? If you score something, you're giving it a review, okay? If I give it a fucking three popcorns out of five, if I give it, you know, four middle fingers out of seven, whatever, okay? Like, that's a review. I'm not giving a review, if you come and watch me play a game or we're playing a game together and you're like, hey, 30, what do you think of this game? I'm going to give you the most logical and on-the-fence type of criticism that you'll probably find anywhere on the internet, okay? Because most people are either going to love something or they're going to fucking tear into it. And I ride that line so hard because I look at it and it's hard to do it. It's hard to do it, but I will... Rev give my opinion of a game like a reviewer, but also tell you the pros and cons of a game and why. Not just tell you that No Man's Sky fucking sucks. It's not complete. It's not that that simple, right? I tell you exactly what's nice about the game, what's bad about the game. Should you buy it? What's your situation? Do you have another game that you're looking to buy? If you only have $60, what game your type of type that you're buying? So if you... If that's how I do it, you know, and it's really hard for people to do that because they, they, there's fanboys out there for stuff. Listen, if you're going to review a game, there is a baseline to go by. It's not a complete <laughs> fabrication of my opinion and why I like the game or not. Right. Okay. There's a list of stuff to go down. Right. Okay. Is this a repeat genre? Does it follow the same kind of storyline? Groundbreaking is, mechanics. Is, 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 is it, it different mechanics? Person? Right. Is it, role, is it RPG? Like, is there clipping issues? Is there story problems? There's an actual list of shit to go right. down. It's so not much. made up. So it's much. It's not made up. So when you come out and tell me that the game is 10 out of 10, okay, that means you went through this entire list and you checked yes for every fucking thing there was. Yeah. It's not possible. It's just not possible. It's not because you're a fanboy. It's because you were paid. Right. Okay. Well, even and if you even if you, you are a fanboy. There's an opinionated section. Right. There's an opinionated section. Like you don't like the way the character looks. Or you don't like the way that this happens, or you don't like the way the story goes. Those are all opinions. But as far as taking a game from the past, looking at the new game, does it improve on its past predecessor? Does right. it 
does right. it does it improve on all the ones that we had before? If the answer is yes, it should get a higher score. Now it did better. I don't understand what the what 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 is it what is it with the the, the zombie the zombie community who looks look at him and just goes oh well it got ten out of ten so now I'm gonna have to steal money out of mom's wallet and get a switch now right right like, like that's not that's not how this so, is supposed to go so just to put it out there I have yet to play Zelda but I have literally watched over forty hours of content. I already know how the game ends. I know how it plays. I know each boss. Okay. I've watched multiple streamers play the game multiple times. Okay. I love this game. The game is looks phenomenal. Okay. Plays phenomenal. I've never touched the controller or play it, but listening to the people that I listen to multiple times and over the over days since it's been released, okay, they tell me that the controller for the Switch is terrible. Okay, you have to use the Pro Controller, which is an additional $70, okay? There's there's little little tweaks in the game that, that does not make it perfect, okay? The soundtrack is terrible, okay? Probably one of the worst soundtracks of any Zelda game to date, okay? Now, mind you, the graphics, the gameplay, the gameplay mechanics, okay? fantastic i said it on monday on the, on the podcast the game makes me watching it watching it now i felt like i was playing it right i felt like because me and sarger brothers he's older than me okay when he was a kid and i was a kid he used to play zelda and i would sit right next to him it was like live twitch it was crazy okay i would sit right next to him and watch him play zelda and feel like that four-year-old watching someone play zelda and when i was watching gathalion or was watching ko or was watching lyric or bike man or anybody else that was playing it okay i literally got transformed back to my four-year-old self, okay, and sat next to him on the couch and was watching this game going, wow, this is great. Like, it it, it almost brought me back to the 8-bit version, even though it's much much more better in graphics, graphically and everything, but it just felt like such a great game. And this game looks phenomenal, feels phenomenal, great phenomenal. Bravo, Nintendo, for making a Zelda like this, okay? Screw you, reviewers, for making it a 10 out of 10, and, and lying to the public to go out and buy it like that because most people are brain dead and they will just... Yeah, 4 and still gaming. Okay? No, just started gaming. It was 4 and started gaming. Um, so, yeah. So, make your own decisions. Okay? Don't take my opinion. Don't take anyone else's opinion as gold. Okay? Take your own brain power. Go out and go, you know what? 10 out of 10. I'm not going to go spend $600 or $500 on the, on the console and game. If you went out and just bought the game for that, I, I want to say, don't do that. If you're just buying it for that game, wait for other games to come out. Because if I had a choice between a Switch and a PlayStation 4, if I didn't own any of those, I would go PlayStation 4 because there's a lot more games out there for it if you have money to blow. Okay? Or you could wait till 2020 and buy Xbox 2 and then PlayStation uh, 5 in 2019, right? Save up your cash. All right. That'll do it for the for this show. We went over just a little bit. Uh, you can find us every single week here Thursday nights on 30 and Still Gaming. This is Generation X Gaming, episode 77 in the virtual can. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, hope you guys uh, enjoyed the show. You guys can always remember, I know there's stories that people sent me on Twitter. Uh, you can always, throughout the week, send the, comp, uh, the, the, the podcast on Twitter, okay? Uh, Gen underscore X underscore gaming. You can send your news stories there. Uh, a lot of the news stories I read today were mostly from uh, DFD Santos in chat. He hits me up all week long with with stories. So he's he's one of the uh, one of the other stories I didn't get to go to was uh, submitted by Wonder Rose, which we didn't go over. It was a, um, a video editing software that PlayStation just updated on their site. 
Um, so if you want to be part of the show and help us out, because there's so many stories out there and you think that one of the stories might be interesting, send it over to Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Don't forget to follow Sarge at Sarge McCluskey on Twitter. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at 30 and still gaming. And don't forget to follow the show itself. Uh, generation uh, Jen underscore X underscore gaming. Appreciate it, guys. Have a good one. two brothers and gamers that have been playing games since the early 1980s. Combined, they have over 65 years experience. Join them each week as they discuss and rant about gaming and entertainment news. This is Generation X Gaming.